0: Buckle up, everyone, and welcome to Carpool Rugby League, a show where three Rugby League tragics talk everything Rugby League on your way to or from work. I'm Graham.
1: And I'm the chameleon.
0: Welcome aboard and on with the show. it's Tuesday, you know what that means it means we've got another episode of Carpool Rugby League coming your way, it's a massive episode tonight, I've got the chameleon on board with me, Shano should be ducking in a little bit later coming off the bench as he often does, Uh, but I'll I'll tell you what Griffo, plenty happening in the world of Rugby League and um, as our state of origin uh, correspondent that got out to uh, the game in Adelaide last week, we're happy to see that you've had a good time and uh, you're back in one piece
1: yeah, thanks, Graham. Um, fantastic time in Adelaide uh, with some lads who um, who had a fantastic time as well. Uh, probably <laughs> even more so than myself. But, uh, the only downer was the game. Yeah, <laughs> me. Um, All the results. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a bad game, but um, but it uh, it was a it was a bad result uh, for anyone who supports the New South Wales Blues. Yeah. The Blues.
0: Yeah, it wasn't looking too bad when um, when Stevie Crichton scored in the 66th minute. But as we know, the, the Maroons did win game one, 26-18. Um, they pretty much played, I'll, I'll say the last 10 minutes. I think Fleckler came back on for two minutes at the end there, but they played for 12 men. With 12 men, I should say, um, during that last period where the Hammer and Munster scored. Um, look, we might as well get into it. I know we're going to have a lot of things that we talk about, uh, being New South Welshman that we weren't happy about, but we'll start with the positives. We'll keep, um, an upbeat mood here for the show. We might see what you picked out of the game for Griffo's Grab. Griffo's Grab. What well, caught your eye, mate?
1: Uh, well... It caught my eye, but you know, unfortunate. Like, normally it's something I don't mind watching, but this was, uh, this caught my eye. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, I gotta give credit to, to the hammer. Um, that was a match winning play from uh, Hamisai Tabuai Fido, who, um, he's a legitimate, uh, star, this guy. Um, yeah. you know, that that term gets used a lot. Superstar, star. This guy is a match winner. Um, he's only like 21. I, I was surprised. He looks older. Um, seems he's been around for a little while, but to come on the scene as a as a teenager, um, he <coughs> received the ball from Cameron Monster, who sort of had pushed away from uh, Nathan Cleary and Nicole Hines. Um, Hines well, he had an opportunity to to probably make a tackle there. Um, gets the ball away to the hammer. And the hammer sort of heading down the sideline. I wasn't even considering try because uh, Josh Adokar was there. We just bumped him off. Um, and then uh, comes inside. Tedesco slips over and game. Won and lost there. And then they added another try after that, but it was, it was the match-winning play from the Hammer that caught my eye. Um, there were some great plays in the NRL as well. Um, it was a 100-meter try from the Broncos. It was pretty special. Oh, yeah. But um, you no, know, it's it's the Hammer this week.
0: Yeah, and and look, you mentioned State of Origin. He he scored a couple of tries. He um, he got that first try over the line on the other side. We had. Um, Oh, well, I suppose down that side too. We had Selwyn Cobbo scoring a couple. Uh, the, the Maroons were, were very impressive. If you're, if you're listening to us and you're north of the Tweed, you're very excited and very happy to, um, to see that game the other night and just the way, the intensity with which the Maroons um, played. We often look at things from a New South Wales point of view, given the fact that we are you know, Sydney-siders here, Griffo. I'm I'm just going to ask the blunt question. What do you think? We were, I was I was pretty confident, and a lot of a lot of people were were pretty keen on the Blues here. I, I didn't see them I suppose fall into bits a little bit in the end. There is there something you could put your finger on if someone said to you, "Look, you watch so much rugby league, you know so much about the game. What where was the game lost? What do you think was was the downfall for the New South Wales side?"
1: Well, realistically, it was lost by a one-on-one missed tackle. Um, if that tackle's made, I don't think Queensland win the game.
0: That's the nick I'm talking
1: about. Yeah, the, with the hammer, um, he should have been tackled. Well, and monster before him, but and they they only added they were actually a player short, and they scored. Um, previous to that, New South Wales didn't put enough points on. Um, Mm. I thought they actually dominated most of the game. Queensland got off to a, you know, a flyer, but New South Wales seemed to, and I think I might be wrong, but I think they might have made more, more yardage. Um, I haven't looked at the stats, but once they got the ball, um, because Queensland dominated possession early, but, you know, they clawed their way back into it. There was a, disallowed try to Frizzell that I thought was a try. Um I thought Appy's try was was okay. A lot of people didn't, but the bottom line was they didn't convert possession and field yeah. position into to points. And um I thought they'd probably done enough when they got in front from the uh, Crichton try. Um but then they hadn't. Like again a defensive lapse. Um they weren't far away, but that's not good enough. Um, anyway, yeah, I, I, yeah, what did you think?
0: Yeah, I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head in regards to the failure to capitalise on opportunities. I think there was a real... Uh, they blew us off the park. I mean, when it got to 10-0, I thought, oh, geez, this does not look good. But there was that part through the mill there. And, you, and you're right. The, the New South Wales Blues won most of the stats on the night apart from the scoreline, which is the only one that actually matters. But I think failure to capitalise on those opportunities um, they had more possession and territory uh, but just that you know converting that ascendancy into scoring opportunities is where they struggled. so you know whilst we could pinpoint some of these defensive errors I, I kind of also get the feeling too that if uh, New South Wales were a bit more fluent in attack especially when we got close to the line um, then I, I think it would been very different. The other thing I, I think that was lacking a little bit from from New South Wales, um and not from everyone uh, was it was a little bit of intensity it was almost like a hey, the these blokes needed to step up a gear from nrl football and realize this game um requires another level and i feel like one of the only blokes that really came out and demonstrated that was um was Liam martin and i know shano he's on board here coming off the bench oh, right, here we go just go like way, listeners. How are we? Night. Yeah. you're coming off the bench we're just talking origin um yep we're just sort of trying to pick apart where it all went wrong. We've we've talked a little bit about that failure yeah. to capitalise on opportunities, Ooh. but um, um and, and a few
2: defen- key defensive lapses laid on. Yeah. G'day, Graham. G'day, Griffo. G'day, G'day, listeners. Um, look, I, I I I just come in the back end of that, and I'm probably going to reiterate, reiterate what you're saying. For the Blues, the game changed when Martin Murray and Bolo came on. Um, Martin especially was outstanding Um, you know when those three guys come on all of a sudden there was steel in the side again it was like there was you know what it was like it was like everything calmed back down it's like it was like that was the experience they needed that here were three people coming onto the field who knew their role and did it to the brief both in attack and in defence and I think it was the only time in the game where that actually happened. Um oh, look, you know, you could talk for a week uh about about what did or didn't happen. But um I I just think when it come down to it, I I, I was asked by some people just the other day to to give the Blues lost. Queensland win. In a nutshell, and, and and my nutshell is is that Queensland executed where the Blues didn't. Mm. I, I that, that's that's what it is, in in defence and in attack. Um, if I if, feel if Queensland, if
0: Queensland say had, had, Munster. Sorry, I was just trying to say just just because I know you're going to build on this, but just including your answer, just how important Cam, um Munster is. And how it felt as though the both. boys didn't really have a game both to halves. a player
2: to, both to break the game like he did. Um uh both halves. I thought Cam Munster really uh controlled the pace of the game well in attack. Um the 40-20 by DCE. You know, just enterprising yeah. rugby league that changed and and look, they knocked on on the back of it, but it was just another it was just that, you know, when that ball goes out your heart skips a beat and you know, if your heart rate's going that quick already, you sort of get spent. I, I felt that I felt that Queensland were able to were able to yeah in both attack and defence just execute. And and, and I know a lot of, a lot's been made this week about um, the pressure Queensland put on. I think their execution did it. I think they executed in attack and defence and. And that execution won them the game. I, I, I think there were certain players who played exceptionally well, played better than what I thought. Um, I, I there's one Queensland uh, mate of mine, uh Juggy, who who lives in New Farm, who I saw a week before the the um the the game, and he was talking about the impact of Trell and he basically said if Trell doesn't play, we win. And I said, Oh. Not too sure about that. I I don't know if that was the case. I think I think across the park it was telling that the blues didn't cope with something. I don't know what. I'm not a rugby league player, so I, I can't find the, the, the words or any synonym to sort of to sort of work with it. Um the one thing I will say is that if Queensland had the volume of ball that the blues had in that first half. It would have been a cricket score by half time. I, I just think the the thing that the the thing the blues had was they held the ball and they they were able to sort of get within earshot. And at twelve ten, whilst they never looked comfortable, they were ahead. And and I think that was on the back of this really I don't want to use this word, but I'm gonna use it mature play by three three forwards that came on off the bench. In in Martin especially, he was outstanding. Bolo and Murray, those three guys changed the game. We talk about backs, we talk about halves, we talk about a fullback. We talk about mate. It's hard to believe that these three guys could come on and just through their defensive steel, through finding those effort meters, those those post contact meters. The post contact meters when they came on accelerated massively from those three. The tackle effectiveness tighten right up on the back of those three if you break down the you know i'm a v8 supercars fan and you know there's three sectors on a racetrack um the power the the people who know their stuff they talk about micro sectors they they talk about breaking the track up into a thousand bits when i talk about micro moments and micro efforts those three guys changed the blues uh, they changed everything for the Blues. They, they really swung everything into the Blues' momentum where the people who were already on the field really didn't do that. Um, you know, it, and look, you can think oh, I'm wrong. Go through the stats. I've done it. That's why I'm here on the show. But um, I think that, you know, there's one thing to go about feel. How the game feel? Who felt like they played well? Um, that's what the Blues need to hang their hat on. And really, you know, congratulations to Queensland. I, if you're a neutral fan of rugby league and you watch that game you, and, and you saw the hype beforehand and you, you sort of heard different things, you know, they came out and played a very mature game of rugby league. They didn't stray from what they knew. They Even at 12-10, they stuck to their game plan which I thought was going to be at their detriment. And and again, while I'm sitting here and not a rugby league coach, I was wrong. Um, my hat's off to them. I, I, can't, I, can't, I can't. You know, like at the end of that game, was I unhappy we lost? Of course I was unhappy we lost. But, but you, you know, yet again, it, it builds to that narrative. I, I really get frustrated by with Queensland where, you know, they... They didn't do anything fancy. They, they, everyone on that field. The, the, difference was, and I said it in a nutshell. And this is not a nutshell. I get that, but um, more people wearing maroon followed the brief than more people wearing blue, mm. a- and that was it. You and know, I'm then- not saying Brad Fitler had a poor game plan. That's not fair. It's just that I think that more people in maroon. Um, followed their brief and executed their brief more than what people in blue did.
0: And, and Shana, you, 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 you hit on one of the main criticisms coming out of the game. A lot of people have been saying that there were some big-name players that they've expected to to do more on the Origin stage. They expected more mm-hmm. from, um, from players. You know, And you even hear around the water cooler, oh, you know, Teddy didn't have the best game, so on and so forth. I just want to get the opinion from you guys, especially, you know, you, Griffo, you were you were there. At the ground. there. <laughs> I don't know if you could hear people talking about this, whether there are many blues around, but there has been some criticism of these key players uh, and the fact that they may not have performed to the level that um, that was expected of them on Wednesday night.
1: Well, they didn't. But we didn't win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, That's almost <laughs> going to be in my head. So. Uh, um, I thought Lua was pretty good. Well, yeah, yeah, I disagree, Griff. I thought on TV it looked horrible. Well, you get a better view on TV. Oh, uh, look,
2: I'll, I'm going to put it out there. I'm not going to. I'm not going to shy away from it. If you were wearing one to six, one to yeah, one to six, yeah, it wasn't great. At
1: night. I thought toto was very good. You missed a tackle that led to a try uh you're talking about the cobble try yeah hey, where was he well he he got him he got him to the he, he got his leg and he got him to the ground and you would have thought the fullback would have been almost just yeah, all that's true was yeah, all okay. on top of him like um he's not you know he's not a speed man to all. look i'm not having a go i'm just saying that yeah know, know. i i thought he i thought he was and again i haven't looked at the stats but he was making plenty of yards. He had a good. Oh, in attack, he was very good. Yeah, to um, be fair, in attack, very good. I thought Crichton uh, was pretty good. Um, uh, I thought, uh, as the you tap mentioned, on Martin, did not help. I thought Martin was by far New South Wales' best. Oh, yeah. um, he, he, he I think he made the, the match at, the, <laughs> at one stage. I said, this guy's going to get man of the match. Well, if they had a one, he would have. But yeah. uh, even in uh, a
2: losing side, he was he was yeah. very good.
1: Um, yeah, look you know, came up with a couple of try assists. I, I didn't think he was that bad. Um, Cleary good kicking game, but there's nothing really doing. Didn't see him run the ball too much. Turbo was basically a passenger. Yeah. Um yeah. Teddy was getting in the way, he made some bad mistakes, uh, he got you know, obviously, you know, when you prop forward leaps above you to to get a bomb, you <laughs> mm-hmm. you've got an issue. Um yeah. Uh, you know what can
2: I just jump on Teddy for a tick <laughs> not figurative hold on but but um can I no, can I just say something about Teddy I thought the narrative coming out of the weekend's game saying he's back in form was the biggest load of bs I'd ever heard you were an oppor- you had an opportunistic two tries against the dogs yeah. I look. I, I, uh, 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 yeah. Like. Anyway. Sorry, Griff, I, I think. I think
0: it's a, I think it's a moot point because he's. He's the captain. He's the fullback. I yeah. think You just go expect more
2: from him. Yeah. But do you think this? This. Do this do think that... the starting? What do you think about the starting halves? Our uh, starting half. Sorry, starting. Uh, forward pack.
0: I think that the starting <laughs> forward pack was selected that way, to try and keep. Martin and Murray out of
2: some of that early Griff Argy Bargy. Yeah, Griff, can I ask you a question? Because again, you are there. You you know, when you're at the ground, you get a sense of the energy. And I think you get a sense of the intensity on the field as well. Blue starting forward pack being there, what did it
1: look like? Well, they're having a go but mm. um Queen Same dominating possession early when those guys were on. Um, you know, there were a couple of mistakes, obviously. There was a, you know, Panga Jr. trying to get an offload when yeah. we were, you know, deep in our own territory was obviously a mistake. Uh, Hudson Young got penalized once or twice for uh, strips or whatever. But, look, but Wayne's Iron had the ball, and, and they were making yardage, Um and, and they, they converted that into points early on. Mm. Um they were the better team in, in pretty much every yeah. aspect of the game. Uh certainly with with less ball and less field position, they scored more points. Yeah. Um, we really didn't look like scoring a long range try. They did score a long range try, and and you know, they they, they had some good play there. Um they're they're a much faster side um, in that back line. Um, in saying that, you know, our fastest man, they were using him to try and you know be a yardage man, and it's not his goal, like, he just he's not big enough. Um, he didn't see any clean ball at all. Car, um, no, I, I, I don't know if we're going to talk about what changes. I was
2: actually gonna talk now. about Queensland for I'm, thirty seconds. I was I'm actually coming going at to you, say, Don't worry, I've got i got a
0: list of questions.
2: I, I was actually gonna talk about Queensland. Uh who I thought oh, I was gonna say that I thought the hubs were, were fantastic. I thought um the way they rotated the hooker. Um Walsh was, at the was, back was, added it was good was dimension, I thought too. Oh look Reece absolutely. Walsh for me was absolutely brilliant. Um, I thought across the park they had balance, which, which, which you know, like that's, that, that's, that's half your battle one. When you have balance, you let skill follow. And I thought that as a team they had balance. And that's what I was about to say, um, guys. You know, with, with, with notable injuries at the moment, what are we looking at?
0: And yeah, and that's, and that's the real question because coming out of these games, fellas, we have these usual conversations where we say, do we change? Do we pick and stick? There's there's force changes here. And um, the the most notable, I mean, look, coming out of the weekend, there were three main injuries to players involved in origin. One was for the Maroons, dry arrow. He'll be out for six to eight weeks. Cam um, Murray south sydney are saying is sort of racing the clock to be ready for origin two, so he's not a lock um uh, well he is a lock but he's not a lock in for origin um and you know there's still question marks as to whether or not latrell mitchell may be back so you know we've got a few assumptions there but obviously the big one is the um the hamstring of nathan cleary if you've been living under a rock for the past few days he's looking at six weeks out now <clears> you know what? Another thing, Gray. Right?
2: Apparently, the Blues camp have said if Campbell Graham can't train a full week, he won't be picked. Mm. It might be enough. We'll that's look- dumb. I, I, it's, I'm over it. Well, like, it
0: depends which way they pick want to the go. Best
2: well, pick that's the best players. Pick the best players.
0: That's what Queensland's done. You see, and this is where I want to lead oh, in this conversation yeah. and get your thoughts, fellas, because no. Queensland. New South Wales, you hear a lot of this talk about combinations. And even when we're talking about, you know, I mean, you know, Jerome Luai being in the side, you know, we'll talk about it in a moment. There's talk that he might lose his spot by default because Cleary's out and it's a combination thing. Look, I feel like the Queensland side at the moment was just, these are the best 17 players from Queensland. Go out there, rip and tear, be professional and it worked for them. The big question, as I was going to say, I'll, I'll head over to I'll, I'll head to Griffo first because it'll be interesting to hear your thoughts. Um, Nathan Cleary is out. Is it as simple that Nico Hines is on the bench and he comes in and and partners Luai? Uh, it's it's not that simple, I know, because people have been you know suggesting a lot of other players, uh, the importance of kicking games and so on and so forth. Um, just want to know your thoughts on where this conversation may go. It's hard to get into Brad Fitler's head, but uh, given the fact that Cleary's not there, you know, who's, who, who do we think might be lining up for, for game two? Because I have a feeling myself, this is going to create a real domino effect because once Cleary's out, that might start moving a lot of pieces.
1: Yeah, well, I think that's that's true. Um, okay, so Tedesco, he'll, he'll not be dropped. He's the captain. No, of course not. No. Um, I would go with these guys. As the uh, I would have uh, I would have Toto on one wing, and I would have uh, either Campbell Graham or Crichton on the other, and and which one is not on the wing, I would have in the centres with Latrell. I don't think Turbo is he might be fit but he he's not footy fit he's not firing at all um, he'd have to have an absolute blinder this this weekend so he did I won't say he didn't do anything or he didn't try but he was ineffective the other the other night hmm. and and he's been ineffective for most of the year and that's That's just reality. Um, It's not for want of trying. His body at the moment or his mind or a combination of both is not producing anywhere near what we know he's capable of. And we have to win this game. Now, um, Toto's been very good. Campbell Graham's been very good. Crichton's been very good, and Luttrell is a superstar. I would go with those four in the three-quarter line, personally. I don't... uh, You know, I just don't think uh, Josh adil as as brilliant a player he is, um, when he puts on a green and gold jersey, um, where he's playing with different players. and We saw... I, I thought he was the best player at the World Cup. But I just think in this environment... The way that he's being used, which is just like a, a winger who's just going to try and get up the meters, carting it up, he, he's ineffective at that because he's not, and it's just not his body frame. He's not built for strength, even though he's incredibly muscular. He's built for speed.
0: He needs to be running
1: it at the other end. <laughs> yeah, like getting it 20 out and running towards the line. Yeah, he, he didn't see any ball. Um I, for mine, it's they they'd be the guys, and who is the best number six in New South Wales at the moment? It's Cody Walker. I'd go with him. I personally think the best number seven is Mitchell Moses. Now I don't know if how that combination would go. Um but I think with the players, you know, in those jerseys, they are the two best for mine. Uh, now, other people are going to disagree, mm. uh, and, and everyone's got a right to an opinion, and I respect those opinions. Would I pick them together? I don't know. Um, but in terms of us being able to score points, I think they're our best chance. Uh, look, Nico Hines is a fantastic player when he's come up in the very very big games playing for the sharks and, and and look he won the dalian medal and good luck to him he's he's a fantastic player but in the biggest games i don't think he's dominated mm. and that's what we need and i, I think well I, and we know cody walker can and and i think moses can as well um but whether that's the best combination, I mean, you, you know, Reynolds and Walker is a you know tried and true combination. So, um, yeah, I and mean, they think... to get through the next round and, and be uh, be fit. Yeah. So,
0: it, it it poses a good good question though, because for these halfbacks, it's it's really this week's the the audition. And it's interesting you mentioned there because we are in recent times conditioned to go. Well, hang on. You know, if you're tossing up between Reynolds and Moses, then all of a sudden people are saying, well, Cody Walker's in the mix. Reynolds has that combination. I think a lot of people are talking Reynolds and Moses uh, over the top of, say, Nico Hines. I think for his for their organization, their kicking game, and then you'd have someone like, you know, your Luai or Walker or, you know, whoever plays that number six more running the ball, Um I actually think, you know, with your backline talk there, who's in the backline, I think sometimes it's hard. This is where the domino effect is because you mentioned O'Carr and needing to get some good ball and um, and being a great finisher. I'd love to see uh, Cody Walker, Latrell Mitchell, Josh Car left edge. I think O'Carr can go really well and score some tries through that combination there. But... It's, it's, it's a real tough one, isn't it, Shane? Because all of a sudden, you know, I, I, I don't think if Cleary got injured, I don't think we'd be talking about Luai losing his spot. But this is what I mean about that domino effect. Oh, what are your no. thoughts in regards to the role of a number seven? And yeah. the fact that a lot of people are basically saying, look, whilst Nico Hines... I mean, we're the same people that have been saying Nico Hines has got to be in the team. But now when it comes to the fact that he would be the, the general, so to speak um it sounds as though we're all starting to get a bit i don't know a bit a bit shy on um young nico
2: graham the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over again and expecting a different result regardless of injuries there were always going to be changes into this game if they put the same team in it would be insanity now, I don't know who you'd leave out because I wouldn't, in my opinion, clearly is the best halfback in the competition. I don't know what you'd do from there. I'm just saying, I'm just putting it out there. Um, yeah, I, you know, talk about Trubojevic. My thoughts on Trubojevic are this. He hasn't fired in his number one position this year. He had one good game. He had one game where he did what he's paid to do. It wasn't scintillating. It wasn't brilliant. It wasn't blow him off the pocket outstanding. He just did what he was meant to do. And all of a sudden, we're saying, go into a position where you don't normally play and be awesome. You know, I, I, just, I just don't see how that's fair on him. That's what I'm saying. I'm not having a go at him. I'm saying it's not fair on him. I wouldn't have picked him there. But... um yeah, I, I find it very interesting when we talk about combinations and we talk about, um, you know, I think I think, um, the old Walker Reynolds has gotten a lot of airplay. I, I don't know what, you know, I'm, I, I'm not going to get in the head of Freddie Fittler. I, that's that's a space that's too scary for me. Um, but, yeah, it, it, it's just going to be interesting to see what, what they want, like would a Reynolds-Walker combination work? Of course it would work. Um, would would it work with the people around them? Of course. I think I think the back line I honestly thought the back line going in was going to be Trell and and Campbell Graham. That's not because I would go for South. That's because the best center in the game is Campbell Graham at the moment. That's why why have the best guy on the bench, or not even on the bench. Now, he's injured at the moment. He's managing a sternum injury. So the Blues have already said, well, if you can't train a full week, you can't play. Now, the guy was pretty good last week against um, the Titans. Okay, albeit the Titans are not not Queensland, but, you know, he's been... Pretty good all year. Um look yeah. I'm I'm over trying to guess what besides. It's all speculation, isn't it? You know, I look if it was for anyone for what it's worth. You know, like like there was um I think I think the classic quote, someone found it for me. I've got to find it for you boys, where where they're asking some of the blue selectors and they sort of said, you know, people like Alex Johnson, what he's gotta do. And do you believe it? One of the clothes was. Oh, you know, you just got to get in and score
0: tries. Yeah. Right. There's only three people in history that have scored more. But yeah, I think it's hard. It's hard to do. You know what I mean?
2: I'm not kicking anyone, well, no. I'm not and kicking it's... the wingers out of a job. But that's the kind of psyche we're dealing with. When yeah, you talk I mean... about selectorship psyche, like, 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 are they that far removed? that really, like, like I, I I can't pick what they're going to pick. Griffo and I did a podcast, and our, our blue sides, I thought, you know what? We're, well, I think Griffo and I had pretty much the same side. We differed in maybe two positions, if that. Compared to what ran out the other day, it was chalk and cheese was what we had.
0: Well, no one would have had Pengai Jr. and And the other thing mm-hmm. is, too, that there's... This is the uh, this is sort of the last team question. It's more of a tactical question, and to see whether you guys thought it worked. Um, And it was more so because of necessity that Nico Hines came on. Um, We're talking about completely revamping the halves. Having you know, there's there's a possibility, there's a real possibility that the six and seven could be totally new, uh, albeit players that have been. Oh, actually, I want to say something controversial. You go. But but with Nico Hines on the bench, is that one of those situations where does he, if that's the case, does he keep that bench spot? Do we see that as a bit of a waste of a bench spot? Um, do we have an extra forward? Even other people are calling you know, look, third, you know what? another hook. Like, what, what tactically, becomes, what
2: do you need? I, I I felt that I took my hat off to Appy that night. I thought, good. I thought he was very good for the minutes he played. He wasn't effective because he was gassed. Get Damien Cook on the bench tonight. The other controversial thing I was going to say: the best fullback in the game, is Dylan Edwards.
0: Yeah. Now,
2: if you can't produce a if you can't produce a game plan where you get Adokar's strengths in at wing, put Dylan Edwards there. Get his hands on the ball in the middle and all of a sudden you've got a different kettle of fish. I would have Dylan Edwards on the wing, not because I'm trying to devalue the guy, mm-hmm. only because he's, got, he's the best fullback in the competition. He's better than Trell as a fullback. Get him in the side, put him on the wing, not because you can't him out there, but because he, he's got something. I don't know what it is. He's got this deal about him. And you know what? If stuff starts turning to crap and we need someone in that middle to start running the ball or sweeping around or doing things, then that's him. And Campbell Graham can shift. I I, I that that to me seems like a far better option than chucking Jobboyovic in. Jobboyvich is is so far down the line at the moment. Dylan Edwards is the best fullback in my opinion. You've got Luttrell, you've got Walsh, you know, you've got, you've got these other players. Why, why is this guy watching it from his television? He's clearly more formed than Turojevic. He's clearly fitter than Turojevic. Let's face it, why not chucking him in there? Because you know what? Bringing it off the line, if I had Oh and Edwards bringing it offline fucking works for Penrith every week.
0: Yeah, I'd... yeah, that's a tough one. I can't say I agree with <laughs> Dylan Edwards being a winger, but I I see your sentiment where he's what, what, too and good. And you agree
2: with Trubois being centre? Yeah, no.
0: oh, he's Trubois's done a pretty a good job there in the football. past. Um, yeah, but I, I think the well, when he was what nah, trying to when say when he
2: was in form. Yeah, I
0: mean he I he don't want Turbo form, on the did. side now. I think what you're trying to say is we've got to find ways to get the best players on the field. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it's one of those situations where, you know, players might have to be there. And and, and I think that's what we're seeing from Queensland. They say, look, we pick the form players, we pick the best players, and I'd be very interested to see which way they go. A part of me does not want to hear a justification for a selection next week to be because they have a combination with this player. I'm, I'm pretty sure that's if we over. choose the best supply, best players, the best 17... Yeah, that's over. You know, the best players in their position,
2: that might give us the best shot. But you know um, what that cracks me up? This is what cracks me up, Rob. I was talking to other people about this, and they were like, oh, Dylan Edwards, why would you chuck him in at wing? What, is it devaluing his position, is it? Like, is it devaluing him as a the player? The
0: style of fullback he is... I don't know and I know this is I might get blasted here. What
2: if he shits what if Teddy shits himself you are telling me they can't swap?
0: No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is if we're if we're finishing a backline move and I have got someone screaming down the outside or you know I, I don't know if Dylan Edwards in attack uh his role is is isn't on the end of the play. His role's going to be a couple in. I don't know if his Yeah, I I don't know. I've never seen him play on the wing. And I don't want to say that the modern fullback uh, is as simple as throw him on the wing and and they'll sort it out. I know back in the day, a lot of players to fit him on the side in Queensland. I mean, Billy Slater played on the wing, this and that and the other, but very different players. I, I feel like he's... And the other thing that I think that New South Wales need to try and get away from a bit, and people might disagree with me here is... New South Wales need to get away from this structure. I find, actually, sometimes they're too structured. What I think has been working for Queensland and what works in a game like Origin is having a few players up the middle that just have an intense amount of grunt about them, like Aaliyah Liam Martin, that make these big yards, and then you've got just instinct players that are playing off the back. That's where we miss Luttrell. That's where we miss having... You know, players that can just see something and turn it into anything. And I think the fact that the way they played the other night and some of those key players, because we're actually looking at now, with this current structure of team, it hasn't been super successful. You know, people talk about, you know, the the Haas and so on and so forth. They've actually lost more games than we've won. And we feel I feel like I'm watching them and they're playing like it's an NRL game where they Go stick to their processes. They get to the end, they kick, and they go, Well, look, by the end, all sorted out. In origin, it doesn't. You need to have speed, intensity, and instinct. And I think nice that the YouTube highly question. structured play that we've had doesn't suit that. And I also think that the type of fullback that Dylan Edwards is, I'm not sure that he's. I'm not sure that his strengths would be shown on the wing as opposed to an out-out specialist
2: winger. Okay, so he's got the most as a back. He's got the most contact meters in the league. Look, if you if all you want him to do on the first and second is take a
0: hit up, that's great, but that's not going to score as tries down the other end.
2: Yeah, because we can't we can't actually get our wingers into a position to score anyway. We have to. You got a new set of halves okay. coming in. So this is the thing, like. Like, what are we trying to do? Are We saying, Cat, here, catch it thirty out and hope for the best." No,
0: that's not what I'm, I don't think you're listening to what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, what I'm saying is, I don't think in this modern game of the specialist winger. I I I don't know if he suits that role. I wouldn't go okay. there.
1: I would. I'd rather
2: there. have a. I'd rather have a specialist winger.
1: Okay. He's got to so, be there. He's got to be the
2: Look, if, if Teddy goes So you want a specialist winger that can do post-contact meds and score trials. And Alex going, Johnson's done I'm both to of toe. those for years and been overlooked yeah, every I'm time. Not
0: say, I'm not having a dig at Alex Johnson. No, but I'm what question, I'm saying question.
2: is, is that, what I'm saying I, is, I think Ado that, car.
0: I Carr, I'd keep Ado Carr. If the halves are different, I'd give Ado Carr another run.
2: Yeah, I'm just saying. I just think he's, I just think the poor guy's just not fit yet. That's my thing. Yeah, I'm not the guardies. What
1: are you, reckon, Griff? Who are we talking about?
0: Say, so, uh, just, just even, I don't even know oh, look, anymore. I was, it's
1: not.
2: I think. I think. Look, I think... I've got I got Yes or no
1: question. Move on. Yeah. You no
2: know, Move. Yes or no question. Fuck. <laughs> fuck. I'll turn it off, mate. I'm. I'm running this show. <laughs> I'll turn
0: it off. But, nah, but What I'm saying is, I'm you know, just putting it, it up. It's fuck. It's right, gonna say. No. no. Okay. No. But what yeah. what I'm saying is, I I think. I'll just to to Griefo. Would you agree with the fact that if Dylan Edwards is in this side, he'd be playing fullback, and that's the only place that is the only position? In. Yeah.
1: If if James Tedesco gets injured this weekend, I would have Dylan Edwards at fullback.
0: Yes. Yeah, I'd, I I wouldn't play him on the wing, even if. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think there's a few blokes that would probably get that job done before him, yeah. and I don't think it's as simple as throwing him on the wing. As, as I the next said, first for me, it's 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 yeah.
1: Creighton yeah. Or, or Campbell Graham on the wing. Depending on which bloke plays in the centres, I'm assuming Latrell plays. That is in some doubt now.
2: With deep respect, oh. I wholeheartedly
1: disagree with both of you.
2: Yeah, fair enough. For years cool. we've picked. For years we've picked the best. For years we haven't picked the best players in the best positions, and we've tried to go on for positions, and we've lost for the last yeah. two years. Yeah. We've got to start look. thinking outside the box. Yeah, and, and look, this is not outside the box thinking. Yes or no question for both
1: of you. Mm. Would you put in Kalumatungi over Pangai Junior? I would put in Kalumatungi. Mm. I'm not saying necessarily over Pangai Junior, but I would have him there, especially like if if Cam Murray and I. I, I hope this is not the case, but if he's out, um, it's Kalumatungi Col- straight in. Yeah, and yes. he might even I'd even probably have him in the seventeen, uh, full stop. Okay. Now, whether it's for a Hudson Young, yeah, uh, for mine, Panga Junior is more of a, a front rower. I know uh Matangi can play that role, um, but his best position is is a, a, a an edge forward. Um, I I've, I would have Kalomo in the seventeen. Um, who makes way for him? Well, it's it's either uh, it's either Panga Junior or Hudson Young. Given the blues poor start to the game and they were horrible, do we
2: put in and I'm assuming Murray's gonna play. Do we put in Bolo, Murray and Martin start? Well, yes. You don't to I worry about nice what happens. There.
0: Yeah. I worry about the rotation then on the bench. Do we then lose the you know the middle yeah. the the middle twenty either side of half time?
2: We lost the first 20.
0: Yeah. And, and the thing is, you know, that's,
2: I mean, we had, the, we were ahead with, I think they I... Go. Go. Well, I, I'm sorry. I've been baiting you guys and I apologize. Yeah. I, don't, I don't mean to, this is all part of the game. What I'm trying to get at is we actually don't have 17 good players to put on this field
1: think in got positions where they should play.
2: Well, yeah, not, we've been yeah. arguing about wingers and halfbacks yeah. and, you know what I mean? Uh, look, I'd have Kalama Tungi there somewhere. I think I think what half the problem is is we've got of of the thirteen that take the field to begin with. I genuinely think, even last time, we've got nine that pick themselves, and then we're clutching at straws at the rest in the hope that they play a decent game, that they can play out of their skin, that they can do the right thing. This is why I think Queensland at the moment have the slight edge. Mm -hmm. And if if we are going to take the broom to this side, let's start picking players who we know can play exceptional football. We need to put footballers on that field. We need to put players who have yeah. immense skill on that field. We need to put players who can do things out of the ordinary on that field. And I think that's I think that's half the problem at the moment. We just don't have that you now where where we probably thought at the start of the year it picked itself. We we just probably just don't have that at the moment.
0: Mm.
2: And, because and, and- you know what? What Queenslanders Playing significantly out of position.
0: They're not,
1: right. Well, and Hummer a, a, a plays fullback for his club. Yeah, yeah. But he's, he's pretty handy in the centres. Yeah, he's, um, he's, you know, you, you'd argue that in a team that didn't have a yeah. fullback, he'd probably play
2: centres. So I think that's. I think and look, no, again, my apologies. I wasn't trying to grind to gears. What I'm trying to say is, is that we the Blues are going to take one or two lines. We pick pure specialists in these positions where, where we don't dig around. We say, right, okay, we pick pure special. Or we start picking footballers who we know uh, have immense talent and who not only have immense talent, but are extremely informed. Everything they touch, you know, there's something about a player where everything he touches turns to gold. When, when, when they're on, they're on. And whether it happens for 12 months, 18 months or three weeks, when they're on, they're on, and I think this is what the Blues need to start looking at. Do we start to look at players who just are in form, that can just play rugby league, that just are doing a great job, who can get us on the front foot, who can get us twelve nil up? Because if you're telling me that we can't pick a forward pack when we're twelve nil up that can consolidate that lead, then what you're saying is is that our reserves aren't as good as their reserves. Then you're in trouble already. I, I don't think they are.
0: I don't think full yeah, and that's the problem. I, I, I think Joy Arrow
2: massively evens the ledger on in regard to the in regard to the bench.
0: I don't think we gave enough um, credit to the the loss that was Jake Djurbovic. That was massive for us. And what that does is, as you said, that changes the roles of players. Ken Murray played yeah. in the middle. The, the The hard thing is, and where I'm very wary about players playing out of position. We, we came out of a game where Nico Hines was criticised significantly for missing some key tackles playing in the centres. When he's not a centre, you know what I mean. And he yeah, and he was never picked to be the centre, so it's a very, it's a very hard thing to do. Um, well that, that was forced, though, by by Turbo going on. And that's what I mean. It was, it was, and he was, yeah. And that's and that's what I mean. It's not, it's you know, it was. He was a victim of circumstance. I actually tell you what, boys, on the what field you can tell
2: injury. is what you can tell. I think we're a bit frustrated and ready for game two.
0: We need a bloody win.
2: <laughs> I you know what the sad thing is great, and I think this is where some of our frustration lies. Where's it come from? Like 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 when when three punters who do this for fun Don't know. can sort of see that, you know, you need these guys and, and then all of a sudden like when Griffo and I picked that side, I thought we'd be ninety nine percent Right, yeah. And 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 I'll say it now, the team that Griffo and I picked would have beaten the side that got picked. And this is the thing, like, like you know, people go, off oh, Campbell Graham, you know, oh, if he's that, but he wasn't allowed to stay." You know what? The guy's got a sternum injury. He'll have an extra two days. Let him play. Hey mate, can you play? Yeah, all right, you can play.
0: Yeah, I mean, look at it... that. Yeah. It will be interesting This to see whole play. idea, oh, you
2: got to train for a week. For what? For that?
0: Yeah, well, he did To watch didn't...
2: what unfold the other night, where they're on, against 12 men, they scored 12 points. Oh, yeah, that's great training. Fucking let it happen. Yeah, I can't wait to, wait to watch that again. You're kidding yourselves.
0: Uh, yeah, well, the, the injury got the better of him. I mean, he didn't play the game... Um, no, that's fair uh, call, too. Against, but, against the Raiders. But, you which know, he played last weekend. Yeah, I mean, look, he he may very well find himself in the team. Uh, look, and and the thing is too, we can dissect this to the the shithouse like we did for six weeks, and then talk about in the next podcast how we're shocked at the team. So, who knows? Look, all all we've basically established here is that there will be changes. They're forced. Um, they'll be hotly debated as to to who takes the field. Uh, and you could make a case for many different um many different combinations. And I think this is one of those ones around your water coolers on Monday morning. And, you know, after the team's announced, I think a lot of people will be... Uh, there may be some people that agree with something. Some people may disagree with it. And um, I, I think whatever decision Brad Fittler comes up with is going to be one that
1: divides the uh, divides the well, state. But There's no doubt about that. And, and whatever, whatever team he comes up with, the the critics will be louder than those who mm. support it. But you've got to silence the
2: them on the field, Grief.
1: Like, well I, sure. I don't disagree. I'm yeah. just saying when the team list comes out yeah. on whatever it is, Monday or whatever. The most it's Sunday night. We, Did
2: we used to do Sunday night? But used to, but we went yeah. to Monday.
1: Um so it used to be New South Wales had released the team first and then Queensland had come up with yeah, theirs next the next day. morning. But yeah. um New South Wales went to the Monday as well. Look there's there's going to be critics no matter who he picks. Um, and the only way to silence critics is to win the game. Mm. And whoever they pick, they're going to be wearing blue. We've just got to get behind yeah, it. behind, not, him, not bitch about it. There's so just much win. bitching. Uh, like, yeah, they lost. Uh, they shouldn't have lost, but they did. But the amount of just. Vitriol, like I, 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 you know, and and look, you know, I, I had a bit to say as well about you know s- some some situations, but okay, it's done. We've got to get on with it. Whoever they do pick, and then everyone's got different ideas. Everyone, no virtually, mm-hmm. no one comes up with the same seventeen. Um. So, okay, they're the guys we've got to back them. And, and uh, you know, because it, it's 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 interesting conversation, um, but at the end of the day, whoever he's got in there, they just have to win. It's yeah. as simple as that. And, and if they, they t- can win, and I uh, look, I'll tip them. I don't think they're going <laughs> to win. But yeah, I don't care who they pick. I just, I, I can't see them winning up there but I, I will in my tips i will tip them i'll always tip. i, I got to say i think if they pick the team with the right steal
2: they'll win they'll win this game they pick the right team right steal they'll win and i will give it to them in queensland i'll i'll, I'll put my house on that oh, if, how many he houses got right, Shane, if he, he can pick the right cuz if he a few but need a few backup if he if he can pick the right <laughs> Don't team do the one can, you live if, in. if he can start... if, if just pick the team that's in form. Pick the guys in form. That's the start. He picks the guys in form, and he picks the players that are playing some exceptional football right now, and gets the right players around them, and gets early ball to the people that matter. We can win this. We can take it out of their hands. We weren't too far away last time. It was just, it was just the wrong players and players out of form that, that affected the problems. I, I I've got faith in the man. I've, that's probably why I've been a bit fired up in this podcast. I, I've got faith that if there's a t- the right team gets picked, we'll win. We'll win the next two. We'll win the series. Yeah. You just gotta pick the right team.
0: Yeah, the the frustrating thing is that the potential's there and, and they can win. And when you watch them and they don't win, it, it gets very frustrating.
2: The real um, frustrating thing is, outside Jai Arrow, they're one to 16, the people were versing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Gilbert's Gilbert, like, out as well. Gilbert, yeah. Yeah, up for the season. Mm. Yeah, which is he a massive blow, massive. Yeah. massive blow for the it's Dolphins. Massive blow for the Dolphins, but I I don't know if it's as a bigger blow for Queenslanders as the other one. But anyway, yeah. yeah. Like, look, so, and,
0: and, and realistically, without getting and going on the merry-go-round again, we'll just leave it and say that you know if they if they don't win, I think um, a lot of the talk might start to turn. Uh, possibly to Brad Fittler, and uh... oh, he'll be gone. It's, it's, yeah, you know, he's just, everyone knows that. So. Yeah, so um, look, you know, we've we've dissected the Blues. I was going to say we've got our NRL report cards coming up. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> if that was parent teacher interviews for the New South Wales, Mum, I don't think they're getting fed that night. But we've got the uh, we've got the we've got the. Um, it's 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 the end of the the semester. It's the midway through the season. We're going to give our report cards. Um, obviously, Griffo, you're the you're the master of this. We we, we know that you look very closely at this, uh, and I'll be very interested to see what grades you're giving. Um, and then obviously, Shano, some expert comment uh, based on that to, well, no, to no, I'm see whether you're <laughs> whether you're in the same um same boat. But uh, I'll tell you what. Let's let's I build. I
2: tend to look eye like I eye. things. think let's
0: build the um let's build the suspense i'm actually going to go through the teams fellas as they sit on the ladder currently mm-hmm. uh, at the end yep. of round 14 cool. um look i'll go bottom to top <gasps> uh, so we'll, we'll start at the bottom i hope that hasn't thrown you guys out of whack
1: nah. we'll bottom. bottom to top top to bottom top to bottom <laughs>
0: long as we cover all the bases
1: are the I'm dragons actually, unlike normal i've actually prepared a little bit oh here we go <laughs> he's got, oh, you got the
0: he's got the glasses on he's got the pen out there we yeah. go um, is it the, red the, no, the, well it's black <laughs> the, no, the positive it um okay st george uh st george the lord of dragons they're sitting in 17th um, basically long and short of it is they've had one by three wins ten losses for their eight points um, they've sacked their coach they're <laughs> look you, you can't get any worse than 17th Griffo what grade would you
1: would you give the Dragons I'd give them a D um, they've won three games uh, they've been competitive in most but Never look like winning too many. Um, they've had their moments, as I said. They've, they've won three games. I think they just do enough to to get a D at this stage. I'm not taking into account the shambles that is the club itself. I'm only going in on on field performance. Um, I watched them the other night. They, they weren't too bad, actually. Um, so D for me, uh, Shano. E. Hey. Given them, I, uh,
2: I I, I, but the, in the New South Wales curriculum, to give an E, you must have produced work with assistance. There's a part of me that says during their wins, they had a little bit of assistance, um, either from incompetence from the other team or whatnot. Um, I, I, I did take into account their off field dramas, um, uh i i think they're i think their report card culminates with the fact that they've become the uncoachable side when a when a guy like riles who's a legend of of, of your team chooses not to coach you for a major coaching role and to go back as an assistant down south that very good side mind you i just think that that uh constitutes the e um
0: they're there that's what I think anyway. Yeah, like all if right. they're if if they're in the if this is, you know, and I know we say a lot of classroom analogies, they'd be the ones that have uh, the support. You'd want a, an aid with them all the time, the dragons, they are struggling. Um Yeah, um, that Well I'll I'll go I'll go an E um because they're in last. <laughs> It's, it's, it's horrible anyway we've got the West Tigers the West Tigers they're a yeah. bit of a funny one here because they were they were often okay. the, the Easy beach Griffo. Um, they two have only won three games the only thing that's really keeping them off the bottom is the fact that they've had two buys and they' four and against is slightly better than the dragons um bit of a funny month though for the for the Tigers because I think we forget how how poor that start was they have had a couple of wins mm-hmm. as of late.
1: Oh, yeah. Look, I'll give him a D. Um, you know, if it had been four or five weeks ago, it would have been an E because they hadn't won a game t- until they yeah. beat the Panthers. And they've been they've been pretty good since then. They had that massive win against the Cowboys. Um, they went down by a point the other night. You know, they probably should have won, uh, but, you know, they didn't. Um, but, yeah, no, it's a, a D is satisfactory. Uh yeah, they've done enough to get a D. I don't think they're an E. They would have been, as I said, before that Penrith game when they were last like six in a row or something. Absolutely. But, uh, you know, D for the Tigers, Shane.
2: Yeah, they've, they've been playing some um, horrendous rugby league there early early on. They were, geez, unreportable in some ways, you know, like you weren't <laughs> sure if they were, if we, could, if we could find a descriptor for them. Um yeah, I I gave them D I gave them D plus actually. I thought that they're coming around the corner. They're start since Benji took a far bigger role in yeah, far bigger role in the coaching. And and Sheen's became the talker rather than the coach. They've looked a far different team. Um bit unlucky on the weekend not to win. Uh when you can I know. When you say unlucky, they were behind with ten to go and it produced some interesting points. But you know, I thought um Brooks taken out of the play. I don't know what sliding doors moment that would have produced, but but yeah, I, I think they're they're actually finding some steel, which they didn't have uh early on in the year. They've got a bit of starch about them. They're playing some good footy there. They're they're going okay. I th- I think I think they if they keep on this trajectory, they they won't have a disappointing year. They'll have they'll have a few things to cheer about.
0: Yeah, I mean they, they they're getting a D, but recent form makes me consider tipping them. That's probably the best way to describe how they're going.
1: Um, <laughs> no one, yes.
0: yeah, consider tipping. I like yeah, I good. wouldn't have considered them weeks ago, and now you think and, and they play the Titans this week. I reckon people in your tipping comps might might go with the Tigers. So, um. Yeah, it's got to be a D. Uh, the Bulldogs are in 15th. They've won five games, lost eight, had one bye. They're on 12 points. Uh, technically only four points out of the top eight, but um, I, I think, Griffo, a lot of people had some some high expectations. I know you shouldn't grade based on what your expectations are, but um, I feel like they've uh, they've underperformed compared to some of the expectations that people have had for them this year.
1: Yeah, for sure. But they've a massive amount of injuries to key players. Um, I got them just making a C. They've won five. Um, you know, they've been close in a few others like on the weekend. They went down by a, by a field goal to the Roosters. Uh, I've no doubt that their expectations at the start of the year would have been higher than where they are at the moment in terms of wins. But as I said, there has been some mitigating circumstances with uh, just a horrendous injury toll and, and uh, some suspensions you know, at various stages. Um, the biggest sign-in in the off-season was Viliami Kikau, and he's been out for uh, a number of weeks, and and he's got a lot more time on the sidelines. So, um, yeah, I, I, I get him just scraping into a sea, Shane.
2: No, oh, I got D plus, Griffo. I'm um a bit hard. I, I wish I had you when I was a student. You, oh, I like. No, me. I've mellowed. Uh, mellow? <laughs> <laughs> right, look, I've got. I've got as D only by association, because the next crew, I've given a D to. So um yeah, only just though. I, I agree with you. I think their injuries. When I was doing this report card, I was toying over them a little bit. I think their injuries haven't helped. Like, you know, I look at the game on the weekend and I felt like if, if they just had one one more guy who could just do a bit more, who could just you know, who could just get in there reap some havoc on the edges or 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 tear up the middle, you know what I mean? Like they just they just missed one more guy, and you're right, Griffo, They've had a few injuries. Um, D plus for me, but again, a bit like the Tigers. If they can, you know, that they're playing enterprising football. That's probably what I think. I think for me, though, no, depending on injuries, wholeheartedly, and the Tigers have a few injuries too. At the moment, it just looks like the Tigers are playing more. Enterprising football, that that's just more feel out of anything. But yeah, D plus. I'm,
0: I might say a bit harsh here. I'm going a D now. With nah, the D, right. I've, I've I've got <laughs> the um yeah I know you'd like that. I've got the common grade scale here from um from Nessa, and 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 really uh, the word basic is what uh, separates yeah. the D a basic from c sound i don't know if they've been sound i reckon they're playing some pretty basic football so i'm going to give him a d um in 14th place we've got the cowboys uh they're on 12 points they've won this is this is an interesting one guys and i don't know if you looked at this when you gave your grades the cowboys have won six lost eight they have not had a buy yet so the teams we've previewed so far, and the other teams around them, they're they're only one of a few teams that haven't had a buy yet. The Cowboys, um, I know we've been disappointed because we had such high hopes for them, Griffo, but um, yeah, they're they're on twelve points. They haven't had a buy, and they're only two wins out of the eight, really.
1: Yeah, I've, I've gone to see, um. Based on the fact that if you look at the win column, it's six, the loss column, it's eight. There's not a huge difference there. And I know they've not played to their expectations. They've been absolutely woeful in, in a number of games, uh, particularly, obviously, that humiliation by the West Tigers. Um, but the reality is they've won six games out of uh, out of 14 um so while you know there's a lot of if if i was doing this last week for sure i would have given them a d but they they turned around and they they smashed the melbourne storm um which no one expected especially you graham um
0: <clears throat> no yeah I, I, I liked in the email you sent out that uh there was one person that picked the storm, and I did not name it. that
1: person. No, and I was
0: almost <laughs> going to reply and say, that was me. Yeah, so yeah. I had them for my margin last week.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, I've got them a C. <laughs> you know, again, I'm not talking minus, plus, whatever. Obviously, they're just scraping in, but uh, I've got them at a bit of C, Shane.
2: Yeah, I, I've got D plus C minus. I, I was really struggling with this one. I, the reason why I was going D, and and again, you guys know me, Mr. For and Against. Uh, I looked at their For and Against column and I just thought it's okay, it's one thing to be six and eight, sure, be six and eight, but be be six and eight where your For and Against is, you know, in the teens or one single figures, maybe in the plus. Eels have six wins for a plus 52, you know, like in saying that you can talk about the Roosters who have six wins for minus 66, sure. But um, I, I just thought, I just think that their defense has been horrible at times. Like it, it's just been at times non-existent and to be in the 350 defense, which, which is you know, like I—it's the worst defence in the competition. Like they've got the worst defence, and I know one game, chucked a lot on there at the side. That's why they got a D for me. You know, this was this side that, that that built its built its foundation on twenty minutes of of, of stinging defence, and then and then let's let's run over the top of them. It, you know, they're at three fifty one against at the moment. That's now I know they've had no buys, I get that. Um but their defensive you I can't give them a C and and them have the worst defense in the competition. Um actually sorry, the second worst defense in the competition, I think. Uh no, no, worst defense in the competition. I was right the first time.
1: Yeah. It's a it's yeah. a lot against from from uh Fourteen games, isn't it? It's Massive. I don't know what the maths is on that, but
2: I, 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 I
1: yeah, I can't do it in my head. I,
2: well, you know, that's why they're it a deep help me. when the Tigers put sixty. Yeah, and, and, and you know wait. what? Yeah. Sometimes that happens. Sometimes, you know, yeah. like, like you, you just win think the comp if, if you lose by fifty, yeah, yeah, you're losing by fifty, and then well, that's true, but you're losing by fifty, and and are compounding it week in week out because the thing is. They're two eighty. 280, they're two eighty six in the four column. They're actually, they're scoring points, which means that they're actually leaking the the, the amount they're leaking is actually worse. That minus sixty five isn't because they've leaked a lot of points. They're actually scored a lot of points as well. That just that just goes to show how bad the defence is.
0: Can we just basically take that soundbite and replay it again? For the next team which is the titans i'm giving the cowboys a c by the mm. way for all the above reasons well do the, the cowboys the... are the cowboys ahead at half time yeah that's... the titans <laughs> but what about that stat they were talking about it the other day they said that the titans have uh, there's been four games was it four games i feel like it's four games that they've four or five games that they've led by double double digits and lost and yeah, you know, they they liked cracking out the other day. They said, "Oh, well, if they had had one, if they won all those games, the Titans would be top of the table." Like that's a big if. Yeah. But basically, no, what that we're was saying? A stupid.
2: Is, I heard that. It was a that was ridiculous. Statement. That's the dumbest. I don't remember who made it. But there's there's teams that know how to win and teams that know how to lose. They, they know how to lose. The Titans,
0: they're the they're first half specialists. They can put together a forty minute performance. This is where I. I, I, I think this is interesting, Griffo, because some people will say, Oh, the Titans they're not too bad, that there are thereabouts. They've had two buys and they're only two points ahead of the Cowboys who have had no buys. They've actually won less games than the Cowboys. They've won five, lost seven. Um, sitting in thirteenth spot on fourteen points.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm giving them a C. Um again, at the at the lower end, they scrape in. Because their win-loss ratio isn't, like, diabolical. Um, It's not good. They've won five, lost seven. Um, I think they need a new coach. Um, Because the squad they've got, I think, is a very talented group of uh, players. And he can't get them over the line um in most games now yeah sure it's the players who are letting these tries in and whatnot and i'm sure he's not coaching him to do that but for whatever reason it's happening and it's not new it was happening last year as well i think it was the year before they made the semifinals but they actually um they actually lost more games than they won it was just at the top end of the competition it was pretty top heavy and the top 3 or 4 teams hardly lost a game except when they played each other um which was uh you know let the titans into spot 8 with i think maybe 10 wins 12 losses and they went out the back door straight away but um the talent is there in this team and the performance just doesn't match the talent um i uh yeah, as I've said every week, they're just a weak team. Like they need to improve um, because potential's there, but but performance is not. Sheenil,
2: they they got the second worst defense in the competition for me. They 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 they, they uh, They've had two buys, so they've had some. They've had some. Um, they've had some rest. You know, that their 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 start to the year has not been arduous whatsoever. They've played some good sides, don't get me wrong. Uh they've played some good sides, three thirty-five against. Um, you know, it's it's that's the second worst defence in the competition. Um they're scoring some points again, two eighty-six. They've scored the same amount as the Cowboys, funnily enough. Um, but but really like their defence. You know, the, the the ceiling for them at the moment is about 26 points. And, and, and look, they're, they're – yeah, they're I, – I, I just think, like, you know, during the week I read an article which did my head in about how the Titans could take hope out of the South Sydney game. And I thought to myself, well, in the first half they could, most definitely – I thought they took it to South, you know. South was somewhat depleted side, but to be fair... They were, they were significantly depleted, Shane. They, they, they gave him a go. What part of the second half did this author or journalist think that they, Titans, could take anything from that game? They're a D. And i tell you now, they feel like i t- I'm with you, Griff. I'm with you wholeheartedly. I think they need some sort of a change. They feel like a team to me on the slide. Five wins, if they don't pull their socks up, might be all they get.
0: Yeah, well, look, someone's got to win this week. It's going to be, you know, the Titans versus the Tigers. I've got the Tigers. I've got the Tigers. Yeah, but that's what I was was, was sort of saying before, and they've got a bit of a tough run coming up after that. But, you know, speaking about teams on the slide, last year's grand final the Parramatta Eels. Uh, they've mm. been a team that people have been very disappointed in. Mm. Bit of an um, bit. Of, I actually think with them, it's it's a bit of an illusion where they are on the the table. They've they've got six wins and seven losses. They've only had the one by. They've got a good for and against. Um, I I don't know about you guys. I, I, look, I don't know if they're going to push for the premiership, but I think come the end of the year, they could even be a think... team we're talking about in the top eight, sneaking in there. I... Um, yeah,
2: if you if you got a zero for the buy, they'd be up around the Roosters. They'd be actually ahead of the Roosters.
0: Yeah, they've won six. Yeah, they won the same. Well, no, they've won six. They won the same game, same amount of games as um the
2: Roosters. Yeah, but their for yeah. and against is insanely better. Fifty two versus minus oh, yeah. sixty six. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like they'd be a ninth
1: yeah. spot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so thoughts, Griffo?
1: I've got no doubt that Parramatta will make the eight. Um, they lost their first four games. They played essentially uh, the top sides. Um, then they beat the Panthers. Uh, there's been one or two games that they were expected to win where they didn't. Um, and that's really going to cost them a spot in the top four, I think. I, I don't think they'll make the top four. Uh, but they'll be up there. They're, they're a good side. Um, they lost a lot of players over the, the offseason. But some of the players that have come in are performing really well. Um, principally, Jermaine Hopgood's been fantastic for them. I got them at a C. Um, but I do believe that within... Uh, you know, the not too far distant future that the the win to loss ratio will uh, uh, be in the positive for the Parramatta Eels. Um, as I said, that most of their games have been against the better quality sides, so I I do see them continuing to move up the ladder. Um, so a C at this stage, Shane.
2: Yeah, I've got a C. But I'm a C. Um... Positives, they can score points. They, they know how to score points. Negatives, they leak points. Um, if you want to put something into perspective, people, they're against, Colin, is worse than the Tigers. They leak more points than the Tigers. Um, that's, you know, they leak more points than the Warriors, for argument's sake. So definitely, when you're looking at that upper echelon of teams, um, you know, leak more points, points than 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 the sharks. Um if you want to look at those upper echelon teams, they've got to fix up some defensive issues. Um for me with the I, I agree with you, they're a C for me. Some of their wins this season, in my opinion, and I don't mean to be malicious towards them. This is not taking away from their wins. There's been maybe three wins this year where I felt the opposition lost. More than they won, and I think that's probably why they're against column is in this state. Um, in saying that, at um, three twenty-four, they're 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 up there with um, with 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 some of the best attacking teams in the competition. Um, you know, I think that. If you want me to put it into perspective, th- their defence, their defence is not as good as people like the Warriors and Tigers, but their attack is better than the Dolphins, Raiders, Storm, Sharks. So they're a C.
0: Yeah, C working towards a B. I think that will. They'll, they'll get will to be in the next where, where
2: do you think this team's gonna finish, guys? They're doing my heading. Uh, I can't pick seven, them. Seventh
0: or eighth?
2: I cannot pick this team.
0: They'll be in the elimination final seven, match in the first round. Five five, seven five or six, seven, eight. Yeah.
2: Seventh yeah. or yeah. eighth, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's I, I, the way I, it's looking, isn't it? There's not enough games left this year. Bottom half of the top eight. Yeah. I'm pretty and, I
1: can't see them making the top four.
2: And um I suppose in perspective, one by as well. Yeah, that's that, that's just something to
0: keep in mind here too because um, is that Parramatta? Yeah, I don't think that. They, oh yeah, no, they have had one. Sorry, that's my mistake. Yeah, they I was have almost can't say that. I have, think the only three teams, bye, three teams without
2: a buy, three teams without buy: Cowboys, South Broncos. Correct. Crazy. Yes.
0: Yes, and... Crazy, yes, yeah, crazy. Yeah. Speaking anyway. of teams that have had a couple of buys, the Knights, they've already had two. Um, they've, they've won less mm. games than the Eels, less games than the Cowboys, but they sit above them on the ladder. Uh, they're five wins, six losses, uh, and one draw, which is very interesting to, to factor in. They're on 15 points. Griffo, the Knights, they're... Um, yeah, it is interesting when you look at the losses column because that uh, that draw has sort of saved that 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 one loss. But um, yeah, the, 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 I, I feel they're one of those teams whose position on the ladder might be slightly inflated by the buys in that that draw.
1: Yeah, um, they've had some good moments this year, and then they've had some rotten moments as well. Um, they're they're mid table. They're nearly a 50% win ratio. Um, it's a C. They're four and against. They're minus 26. It's it's not diabolical. Um, they're not a team that you can confidently say, yep, they're going to win this week or, or they're going to get pumped. You just don't know. Um, again, they've had their, uh, their injury concerns, but they've played really well in some games. They're really unlucky against Penrith. Um, they, uh, they're a little bit unlucky to get that draw against Munley. Uh, look like, you know, they might have won that game, but that could have gone out of the way. Uh, but it's a straight-out C. It's middle-of-the-road chain. Yep.
2: C for me. Um, really, the next two side or this side and the next one, they're the beige of the competition at the moment. They are the neutral tone. They are middle-of-the-road as you get. And and in some ways the one above them as well, Uh yeah. For and against minus twenty six. you know, when you look at it, look, looking at their defensive column, it's not too bad. Um, you know, not as good as the eels, but but better than um the Titans, for example, or, or better than the Roosters. Uh no, not better than the Roosters. Sorry, better than the Dolphins. Um, it it's. If for me, where I look at the eels and I think, you know what, they might be on the rise. Uh, this is a side who I think will—they'll teeter around this. They—they they will win. They'll win just below what what they lose. I think it, at the end of the year, for every one they win, they'll lose two or one, and statistically, they'll be out of the eight. I, I, I take my hat off to him. I think what Kalen Ponger and everyone else around him does. I thought I thought Bradman Best was in a bit of a form bit of a form, uh vein of form there for a while. He had a couple of games were really good. And that's the problem, isn't it? We are talking about these um, Newcastle players playing uh, well in fits and farts rather than in chunks. <laughs> so see. <laughs> What's that? That's
0: a good one. I like What's that. The- okay. Um, yeah and and really um, uh, uh the interesting thing about this isn't that when we talk about the seagulls coming up up next is that these teams played each other uh the other day with the knights getting the win the 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 lead in that I had for the the knights there it could be just about the same for the seagulls. they've won five games, they've had a draw, they've already had two buys, the four and against isn't too far dissimilar to the Knights. I think we're getting pretty similar feedback, albeit, fellas, we'd have um, higher expectations going into the season for the Seagulls than what we did the Knights.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's a straight-out C for the Seagulls. Um, they started uh, reasonably well. Uh, they were, of course, the uh, reigning uh, preseason champions. um They've had some really good games and they've had some about a number of not good games. Um, I had them in my top eight after the form they showed in the preseason. I don't think they're going to be there. Um, mm. Obviously, where they sit now, the teams are so close. So, yeah. you know, one win here or there, and you're either in or falling out of the eight for, for a lot of these sides but I just don't see enough consistency in their performance. Uh, And again, you know, uh, Turbo, his uh, absence, um, his just not being at at what we know he's capable of is a reflection of where the team sits on the ladder. But yeah, they've, you know, they're, they're nearly fifty-fifty on wins and losses. You've got the draw in there. Uh, they're a C.
2: Yep. I look. You know. I remember when I got my car. Uh, my my favourite dad jokes was, you know, how's your car going? and I say, well, it gets me from A to B and occasionally to C. And for the C Eagles, they are a C. Um, they, yeah, they again. They're the they're the water cracker of the competition at the moment. Um, really. Land football, like, and that's what's got them there. They, you know, when they try and be flashy, they tend to bugger it up, which, which, which is why they're in the position they're in. Um, look, their defense, for me, if I had to give them a silver lining, I think their defense is actually not too bad. Um, I think their defense is actually not too bad, and it's and their attack has complemented that at times. They, they're. Team that's actually attacked with defence, which sounds silly, but it's the reason why they're in the position they're in. Like when their defence has actually stood up and and been forthright, they've actually won. They've actually won games. You know, like like at a two sixty nine, it, it, it's comparable to to some of those. You know, to some of those above them. Um, you know, people would talk about the roosters if I was to say an off, off the cuff line like who's got the better defense? Uh Roosters or Seagulls. Everyone would be going, oh Roosters, sure. Well they're only one point difference. Um 269 versus 270. And and, and that's where they're at. Like they they're a minus eighteen at the moment. They're they're going okay. I I I'm with you, Griff. I, I find them I just don't find they've got the steel to keep it up either for eighty minutes or, or week in, week out, which is why I I, I find it hard. Like they're gonna to have to win a couple of games big and with two buys at the moment putting them where they're at, they're a C.
1: It's it's hard like for them not to be a C because yeah. the Eagles.
2: They're the, That's right. the C Eagles right. The by C Bowls. Oh jeez. <laughs> What, you've got another ten minutes for rant, do you? Your mate. I, got, I had to throw that in. <laughs> I was gonna oh, say mate. yeah,
0: I'll never get there. Look, uh, now we will talk we'll talk more about a bird that lives a little bit, you know, uh, more on the ground. Closer to the, poo. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> forages a little bit more in there. Yeah, and,
2: uh, oh, feces.
0: Yep. Yeah. The Sydney Roosters. Um, <clears throat> six and six. So they're, yep. you know, um, 50% win record. Very surprising, though, as you guys have alluded to. They're, they're for and against minus 66. They have had two buys. So when we're talking about the same amount of wins, uh, they've won the same amount of games as the Eels and Cowboys, just to put that in perspective. Mm-hmm. I know when we make this, I know someone's going to be, there's someone who's driving, listening to us yelling at us going, you guys are idiots, like you don't get it. I understand that, the buys mean they haven't had the opportunity to play two extra games to get those points. But what we're basically saying is... They got them got for that... free. Oh, yeah, they got them for free. They didn't actually have to show up. <laughs> they have to they... have to do anything. Let's so, let's look
2: at fit it as them a... Onto the
1: salary cap. That's right. Sure. <laughs> it's a 50% win record. We'll look at it as it's that. Sombrero they're the only
0: Look, they're the last of the teams on our list here that have actually... Um, you know, we... after this, we're talking about teams that have won more games and they've lost. But... Um... It's very hard when assessing the Roosters, Griffo, not to keep in mind that um, every year we've got really high expectations for them, and most years they actually live up to those expectations, but this year um, it has been very disappointing and something just doesn't seem right in Bondi. You know, they've
1: they've, uh, they've disappointed themselves, I guess, more than, you know, worried about how anyone else feels about how they're going, but... They've had injury problems and suspensions and whatnot, probably a little bit more than most teams. But um, it's a disappointing situation for them to be six and six at minus 66. There's a lot of sixes there. Been a devil of a year for them um, so far. But I do believe uh, that uh, at some stage they'll get above that green line on the ladder. And I do believe they will play finals football. There's too much talent there for them not to. Uh, where they sit at the moment is a C. And, um, yeah, as I said, I do expect that this club uh, will get their act together and uh, and certainly get into the eight. Um, I'll be surprised at, if they make the top four. In saying that, if we look at the ladder, they're only two points out of the top four. Uh, which, which sounds a little bit crazy, but that's just the nature of 2023, the NRL. Um, so they're as much chance as anyone of making the top four. I, I just don't know that they've they're, they're playing well enough to do that, but they're a C shame. Yeah,
2: I, I go them as a C too. Um, look, to hypothetical here, approximately how many games would they have left this year? What we're looking at, um. It's round 15.
0: fifteen this week.
2: Ten eleven rounds.
0: Yeah, yeah, yep, yeah. 20,
2: 27 rounds. Eleven games. And the Roosters have a bye left. Okay. okay. To get to where the Eels are at, let's just say the Eels stay near fifty two are positive. They'll have to on average win their next eleven games by ten points. To to, to get on the same point against as the Eels. That's why I'm saying I'm giving them a C, but they're in trouble. They're going to have to win and just win. Not worry about for and against. They're going to have to get on streaks of four and five to get themselves where we think the Eels are going to get. At the moment, I don't see it. Uh, will they make the eight? I, I can't. I, I'm not dumb enough to say that the team like the Roosters won't make the eight, but they are in peril at the moment. Oh. They, they, they will have to do some monumental things. And if you look at that, if you look at their run coming up, yeah, they got.
1: It's, it's a, a mixed top bag. Top, so it
2: is a mixed bag of teams they play. Kicking off against the Panthers
1: with no Cleary. Oh. With no Cleary,
2: that's true.
0: But but the Bulldogs team, didn't have Cleary last week, and they went A team lost
2: that, a t- but also Griffo. To be fair, a team that only has scored against one forty three. Like they're playing the best defensive yeah. team in the competition by 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 country mile. And that's where well, this type the of thing stuff... thing is, me- Shane, that a lot yeah. of
1: that defense of Penrith, the 143s yeah. because of Cleary's kicking game. True.
2: That's very true. But uh, the other thing is, this team has to get on average 10 points a game plus. So that's if they win every game. Assuming if they win them all. They win them all and they win them all. They need to win or them so all by it. 10. They're level with the Eels if the Eels just stay on this trajectory. I think that I'll never say they won't make the eight. They've got a massive, massive road ahead of them. I, if they make the eight, for me they're below the eels. So wherever you put the eels, they're one, they're one rung below. Mm. And, and they've, they've had very- two buys. They've had all the rest that you need. They've had the maximum. They've had the maximum leg up that way. The big problem is. When you look at the four column, when you look at the four column, they are nowhere. They are nowhere. They've scored 204 points four. That's the worst attack in the competition. That's the roosters we're talking about. Yeah, it's a true statement. You know, that's massive for for this club. This is a club who's just scored over two hundred points. Like, like you know, like their problem is okay. They're leaking points. They got a worse defensive record than the Tigers, and they got the worst attack to boot. That I, I don't know what more I can say. They're a C minus.
1: The. You've, you've painted a pretty grim picture, but the reality is,
2: well, they've got players that can turn this round.
1: Yeah, the only reason they're not in the eight is, is that four and against. So, hundred percent. If they string wins together, the, the yeah, four yeah, yeah, against yeah. is not going to be a factor, and um, I believe that they they will make the eight. Um, the four and against will determine exactly where they fit in the eight, but. Um, I d I don't think they need to worry about winning each game by ten and whatnot. I, I don't, like yeah. they just need to win. That's, that's that's the first
2: that's the first brief. But if if for argument's sake, let's say the Eels win just as many See, Sea Eagles win, sorry, just as many as the Roosters. You know what I mean? Like we're getting to the point where the Eels win. Like I, I think they've got to look after their own game, most definitely. They've got to win. I'm saying they've got to find some steel. They've got to find something in attack.
1: It's their performance that's been really bad. Mm. Their their ladder position and the points they've registered are are not diabolical. No. But the performances have been poor.
2: That's true. To put it in perspective, though, if you got zero for a buy, they're below the Cowboys. Yeah, but...
1: Like... Oh, this no, by I know what you're saying, situation. I know what you're saying.
2: Bye. Yeah, they either take it or else I get that. Yeah. I'll get that. I get that, I'll holla hard, I'll holla They've only got to string you know, two they...
1: wins together and, and in, in, in two weeks time they'll be in the top eight. Like, but the people around them, if they string two wins together, the foreign yeah, against puts the them out. Yeah, but the thing is that not everyone can do that because they're all playing each other. It's such a That's tight right. competition that, you know, like, like they're, they're only two points out of the top four. Mm. Now,
2: yeah, I think that's
1: more inflated. I, I don't disagree, I've... but again, their performance is being poor. But the latter position's not, not really a, a huge issue at the moment, even though they haven't played well. Graham, you know, the, the issue for team... me is that they I lose to, to teams.
0: They're losing to teams that we give D's to.
2: They lost to the, the Dragons. Only... They lost to the Cowboys. The only team, the only team above them that you could say, yep, if you can follow their methodology you'll be all right is the Raiders the Raiders are the anomaly of this competition at the moment and they need to be the next Raiders yeah I, I actually
0: there's, there's a part of me that just feels like when it all settles out the Warriors and Dolphins might wake, make way for the Eels and possibly the Roosters um, but at the moment with the Roosters like I said like they're, they're a C team but they they only just won that game against the Dogs the other day, um, but they
1: did win. That's the key. They win. That's all right. Correct. That's the key. Yeah, yeah correct. They but if they had else... lost last week, then, then I, I I'd be much more scathing on on where they're at. But ladder wise, they're not too bad.
2: No, and, and, and not, not the funny things. Who that, would you rather play? Was... Who would you rather play, Dolphins or the Roosters?
1: Dolphins. <laughs> that's yeah. and that's so all i'm saying other, you know I, what no, I mean. sorry Rem, who would yeah, i rather yeah, play i'd rather play the dolphins because yeah i, I think i agree I'm with you. If a chance to beat the dolphins If
2: south if south for playing either side next week i'm the same and, and that's what i'm saying i'm not not too much we go i'm having a bit of a go but, but at the same token i'm saying that yeah they've got a lot to do
1: No, yeah, they've got it they've got a huge amount to do in performance mm.
2: but yeah but they and haven't
1: got a lot of to do in the ladder. Even if they only narrowly beat teams, it's two points and they're going to very quickly move up that ladder.
0: Yeah, the, the only problem is that when I'm looking at their run home, there are a lot of teams that they play where you say the performance will have to lift. I mean, obviously, yeah, you said that the Panthers are without, um, you know, Cleary this week. I'm, I'm still, we'll get to that a bit later. I'm still expecting yeah. the Panthers to win that. But, you know, they've still got to. You know they still got players at like the Panthers, Raiders, Seagulls. They have got the game against the Storm in there. The Broncos, um, you know, Manly, Dolphins, Eels, Rabbitohs. Like there, there are some teams there where based on their current performance, I I wouldn't tip them this week. And that's where I'm sort of putting together what both of you guys are saying is I think they're they're not far off on the ladder, but unless their performance turns around, I don't see them making up as much ground. As we'd imagine, I'd actually be interested to see if there are any fans out there that have done the early ladder predictor on the NRL website and put in who they <laughs> thought and and where the the Roosters lie with this because um, that's we, every we, Eels
2: fan, isn't it? We, they yeah, would have done yeah, that in order to get yeah, the grand final. Tickets. Got, they, they, got, they got that. they got
0: they got Parramatta winning every game by thirty. But anyway, look, yeah, it's it's, it's hotly debated, and that team that they've got a that the, the will probably have to make way for them are the Dolphins. And they are the ultimate overachievers, Griffo. We've got to keep in mind here, they've won more games than they've lost. They've won seven, lost six. They have lost they have won 7 lost 6 they have a 7-4 and against, but I think what's going to be taken into account a lot with your report is not only the fact of, you know, if people are going to say, oh, we had low expectations, it'll be inflated. I actually think given the injuries they've had, they've actually responded really well.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um, Yeah, I've got them at a B. I uh, I think, well, they've far exceeded my expectations. I I thought they'd win the spoon, and I thought they'd struggle to win games. Um, They've beaten sides that I gave them really no chance against. Um, They started the year off, I think. Was it the Roosters they beat in round one? Um, I'm pretty sure it was. Uh, at, uh, at Suncorp. Um, there haven't been many games where they've been, you know, beaten badly. I think the Dragons earlier in the year, uh, and uh, I think last week they went down by a bit. But um, they've far exceeded my expectations. And as you say, they've had some significant injuries most principally to uh, to their halfback, uh, who was going really well at the start of the year, Sean O'Sullivan. Um, they've, they've done well. Um, seven wins, six losses. Ordinarily, uh, I'd be giving a team a C for, for that uh, ratio of wins to losses, but uh, I'm giving them a B because I, I think they've done really well uh, and as I said, most games they've been in. Uh, and there was a, you know, there was a big game against the Broncos. They, they've they've done well. It's a B, Shane, for me.
2: Yeah, I've got a C. Um, but for impact, first year out, what they've done with who they've had, um, if you put context, I they'd be an A. <laughs> I, I think they're. I, I love what they've done. Um, for their for their play week in week out, I've got them as a C, a bit like that classic, um, bit like a classic opera song, Oh fortune, like the moon, you wax and wane, and that, that's what I think that they're like. They wax and wane a bit. They, they, you know, they're in and out. You know, they're there and not there, and and if they're there, more often than not, they win. If they're not. They lose. I, I think that. Look, to be fair, I think they've exceeded expectation. I think their team and the people on the park have exceeded, have exceeded their talent that they've shown before. I, I think. I think this has been a, a successful operation. That the people from, I want to call them Redcliffe. I call them Redcliffe. That the people from Redcliffe has, have established the Dolphins as an entity are here they they they're playing some fantastic football they've taken some big scalps they've they've been they've been a key talking point this half of the of the season right but, you know it's 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 refreshing to see this happen uh wholly congratulate them i just think that you know i just hope that you know this this type of ratio continues if they can you know with the buy if if they can be in and around 14 and 11 or 13 and 11, they probably make the eight. And I think that would be a very, very successful season for the Dolphins. I, I congratulate them with everything they've done.
0: Yeah, that, look, I think really they they are the, the overachievers of the competition and a lot of people will be wondering if they can sustain it. And it'll be interesting to hear, fellas, because we've got the Warriors who have a similar win-loss record, seven and six, uh, one by currently in a plus four and against the Warriors we always talk about them every year Griffo they're that team that we just hope and hope and hope and we think they might get there and then they they disappoint and let us down given that where they are at the moment sitting in 7th position um, they're probably going to get a favourable report card I'd imagine
1: yeah I've been impressed by the Warriors uh, again uh, it's a 7 and 6 uh, wins to losses but um, I'm giving them a B. Uh, I just think they've they've done really well uh, this year. They've exceeded again expectations. Um, they're they're a plus twelve, as I think you said. Uh, there've been very few games where they've they've uh, sort of been badly beaten. Um, there's been a few games like again against the Panthers. They you know they they pushed them right to the wire. Um, I've been impressed by what uh, Coach Webster has been able to get out of these guys, and uh, they're a strong chance of making the eight. I I do believe they'll probably fall out of the top eight, Um, because, as I said, I think uh, both the Eels and the Roosters are going to find their way in, Um, but uh, credit to the Warriors and what they've done in the first half of the year, and I've got them at a B. Shane? I have B too.
2: They're what, what, what's giving me a B for them is their defence. got the fourth-best defence in the competition, um, behind Penrith, best, of course. Um, then you've got the Sharks, uh, Broncos, 243. You've then got 244 against and 247 South Sydney. They're, they're there. They're, their defence is one game. We talk a lot about their showy um, attacking prowess, and we talk about... Um, you know, Johnson and what he can do. Their defense has won them games. They're, you know, the the record speaks for itself. 244 against plus 12. They, they get that because people show up when they, and tackle when they need to tackle. Um, They are light years ahead of anyone below them in that regard, but by over a good 20 points. Um, I I actually I'm actually starting to think that if this side stays this way they'll be in the 8. Their defence has just been too good at the moment. Probably haven't played the calibre of opposition that have tested them to be fair. Um you know they've, they've got to play some very good sides coming up. Um, good test this week against the Raiders and again for the Raiders it's a good test for them against the Warriors um i just look at i just look at who the warriors are playing and going to play and and if they can keep up this defensive steal um they're they're in a good spot they have to win though that's the difference um they don't have the worst attack in the eight um the the, the storm have that so they they a B for me and and they're doing all right. Well, <clears throat> so
0: we've got um the Dolphins and Warriors there the the bottom half of the A we've got the Canberra Raiders um I think for a lot of people surprise packet eight and five uh one by. Uh, and, and and the Canberra Raiders—they've been one of these teams too, guys. They've got a few, um, a few what we call possibly you know, big scalps. Uh, you know they they beat the Rabbitohs uh, in in recent times, um, and you know they got a close win I can recall over, you know, the Dolphins, the Broncos. Um, they they're a bit of a tough one to pick, though, aren't they? Because I I think they're the, they're one of these teams that. Um, that might just hang in there, but I don't know if people are taking them seriously even though you know they're, they're sitting in six on the ladder and they do have you know, a, a, a positive
1: win-loss ratio. Uh, yeah, I, I think I fall into that category of people who are maybe not taking them too seriously. Um, they, they have surprised me, I will say. I thought they were bottom four material early in the season after they got uh, lapped down in their home ground by the Panthers. But uh, they have not uh, they have not lost too many games since then, and they've beaten some top-quality opposition, like the Broncos and the Rabbitohs. Now, uh, I don't think too many teams will be able to say they've beaten both of those sides this year. Um, Ricky, I think he's—I think he's a lunatic. after. <laughs> Some of those comments after they won the game last week about Muppets and guys making money from speaking at functions and he's got real leadership. And it was... was, Yeah, I thought, this man needs to go and see someone. I felt like (laughs) we
0: need to see the text message that's in his head that's been sent by someone that we don't know about. It was yeah
1: yeah uh, um, yeah look as, as crazy as he, he seems to be, he is getting the best out of his team at the moment uh, and we've seen it before from him. he can generate that sort of um, momentum but I do think it's gonna crash um I might be wrong. They might prove me wrong and actually make the eight, uh, but I, I even though they're in a really good position at the moment with eight wins and, and five losses, that's they've won as many games as the Panthers, who, who lead the comp, um, and and I've, I can't fault them on their on their form, but uh, I will be surprised if they they're still in the top eight at the end of the season, but uh, definitely a B. Um, and they, they're they to be commended on, on what they've done in the last two months Shane
2: yeah I, I agree with you Griff um, I'm going to say something that every uh, Raiders fan might get really annoyed with me with and you know that's okay I can live with it I think they've played certain teams at the best time I think they've I think they've Got, I think they've gotten certain teams when maybe certain personnel were out, which which you know he's still got to win. I think Jack White, and since he signed with the Bunnies, has been playing some exceptional football. Um, but but and exploiting the fact that there's some personnel in certain teams that probably wouldn't be there if if they had their full complement, but they've turned up and they've won. Can I just? take you through something. The, the, the Raiders in repair, preparing this report card, I looked through their next crew of games. Now, this week, they've got the Warriors. After that, they've got the bye. After that, they then play the Roosters. That's going to be an interesting game. They then have... They then have... Um, sorry, I just lost it. They've got the, the Roosters... They've got the, the buy Roosters. They then have the Titans, Dragons, buy, Warriors again, Knights, West Tigers, Storm, Dogs, Broncos, Sharks. You would think that they would win. If they're serious, they'd win more than they lose in that run home with two buys under their belt. I, 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 doing the math. Now I don't do the whole, let's do the ladder now. But, but if we're, if we're looking at it, you know, like they've got, like I said, Warriors by Roosters, Titans, Dragons by Warriors, Knights, Tigers, Storm, Dogs, Broncos, Sharks.
0: It's not the worst, right? they
2: got the pick of the bunch.
0: They had <laughs> the run know. home last year. Remember?
2: Yeah, I, I'm just saying, if that was your club that had that run home, you would say if I'm in the eight, especially at eight and five, and banking on roughly fifty percent gets you in there. I know their four and against isn't great, but geez, they're 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 in they're in a they're in a box seat at the moment. The big game for me for both these sides is the Roosters Raiders. It's it's I, I looked at their own home and I went ooh. oh <laughs> you know like they're playing a lot of teams who we think won't make it and you know yeah you know, Storm Sharks above them yeah I look I got them as a B. But 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 looking at their run home, geez, you know, they might be one of those teams that we I don't know if you put them in or not. I I I personally think that if they play the way they're playing and if they win every game by one, they're the side where are for and against may not matter as much.
0: Mm. I know this'll piss some people off. They've won more games than the Storm and the Sharks and just as many as the Panthers. Yeah, yeah, and that's the i know they haven't had the same opportunities, but with
2: the run with the run home,
0: yeah. that's probably better than all those songs. Yeah, they've lost the same amount of games as the Rabbitohs. Like you you, you start to reframe mm. it that way. They're not far off. Um and and they are the type of team that can snag a scalp. And I don't think This week's that...
2: massive for them, They win this week. Yeah. You, you you're starting to look at nine and five with a buy the week after with a buy the week after
0: Mm, and i think they will win this week and i think players like jack white and i don't think we've um we've commented enough on here just how good he's been for them uh fifth place the storm historically been a very successful team uh they've got seven and five record with the two buys this is a very interesting one griffo we've talked a lot today about and against The, the not used to seeing the Storm with a minus for and against. A minus one, albeit, you know, it's it's not far off there, but y- y- you know what I'm saying here, that this is the team that at the start of the year, I think in our preview, you were talking about sliding out. Did you have him no. in the eight, or were you saying they're at a... Yeah, no, I had him the in the eight,
1: but I, I thought it was going to be tough for him because well, they, they still haven't... We haven't seen Ryan in all year. Um and then we just still don't know if we're gonna see him. Um so he's a fairly <laughs> key player. Um they have had their injury problems. Um I've got him a B because you know, seven wins, five losses. Um it it's not the strongest B. Uh because they, they have had some poor performances, but when they've put it together they, they, they can beat anyone. Um they're not the side that they were because the players are not the players that that we've expected to that we have seen. Um, they do rely heavily on their superstars and they've got some of the competition's best players, the likes of Munster, um, Harry Grant, Jerome Hughes. These guys are the top notch guys. Um, and generally, they find a way to win. Um, but the consistency is not there with this team, and and I'm not surprised. Uh, I think they they'll make the eight, um, because they are you know they're still a very good side, but they're not the the side where really you just think oh the Storms playing and they're going to win today because they're the Storm that's not how they are anymore. But they're still one of the better teams in the competition. Um, Shane, I'm giving them a B. Jeez, Riff, I, I
2: yeah, you're almost you you would have thought you were reading from my script, um, exactly the same reason. Uh, I'm with you. B, I don't know where they're gonna finish um for the rest of the year. This is a side that does have a buy up its sleeve. Um uh plays sharks. Next week, in their run home, plays the Panthers twice. Night Plays the Panthers twice. They've played the Eels and Roosters. Also play the Raiders and the Broncos. Um, Not easy. Yeah, where they finish. um, I think they're in the eight. I think they're four and against may dictate that. And the amount of wins they've got at the moment. I'm a bit like them with the Raiders. But geez, where they finish. Um when you look at the team below them and their run home, uh this one is a frag more complicated. But at the moment, I agree with you. They I said it last year, they're a team that seemed to have lost their venom, and I was I was incorrect, but maybe I was a year behind my analysis. I yeah, B.
0: Both of you going for the B for Bellamy. Um mm. Yeah, the Storm, yeah. you you, you got to give them a B, but I feel like it's funny. We're, we're now heading into the top four here with the Sharks. And we haven't really started to talk about teams that we think can win the Premiership. And this is another team where, you know, when we're talking about inflated position and buys settling out, and they've been a bit up and down here, the Sharks, uh, Griffo, but very similar... Uh, in regards to the storm with their win loss, two buys, seven and five, albeit an 80 points uh, plus four and against. Um, interested to see what you think about the sharks? Um, uh, recently there have been you know some, some, some good wins there, but I think what may dictate our, our grades quite a bit, was that game against the Broncos um, uh, the other night where I think a lot of people were expecting the Sharks to possibly win that one.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I've i got them at a B. They're, they've been reasonably consistent, but then they have these games that they lose where we're just not expecting them to lose. Um, I can't see them winning the comp. I might be wrong. I just, I don't know, I can't see this side going win-win-win uh, in the semi-final series, uh, and that's if they finish in the top four. Uh, if they have to go four wins in a row, if they're not in the top four, well, I just can't see that happening at all. Uh, last year, they they were in second position, um, and they went out in straight sets. Um, yeah, I, I don't see them as a, as a September team. They will be up there somewhere cause they are, they are a good side. Um, and they, you know, they have beaten some of the, the top sides, but I just can't see it happening later in the year. Um, that's just me. And as I said, I might be wrong. Um, you know, I did expect them to beat the Broncos last week and I thought they were pretty ordinary uh, against against the Broncos. Um, big game for them against the Storm this week.
0: Interesting stat. Um, all of the Sharks' wins this year have come against teams who are currently in the bottom eight. And all uh-huh. of their losses this year have come against teams mm. that are currently in the top eight. Oh, and I this was they had,
1: had a, a win or two against, but I won't be so wrong. No, mm.
0: so they've, the, the, the losses this year have been to uh, the Rabbitohs, Raiders, Warriors, uh, Dolphins, and Broncos, all in the top eight. And the teams they've beaten are the Parramatta Eels who at the time we probably would have put in that category, but they've also yep. beaten the Dragons. They've beaten the Roosters, who aren't currently in the top eight. They've beaten the Bulldogs, Cowboys, and uh, Seagulls and Knights. So as it currently stands, that's that's probably only valid for this week, so I'm going to get it out there. Yep. But as it currently stands, lost to teams that are currently in the top eight, beaten teams that are in the bottom eight.
1: Yeah. Uh, uh, interesting. Interesting.
0: Shana.
2: Yeah, I, 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 you know, I look at their position. I've, I've got them as a B. Their defense has been impressive. Like, like it's funny when you look at what their defense is, and 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 on the ladder, you know, it's it's at um it's at two thirty one, uh, which is which is pretty good when you look at the people around them. Um, you take into perspective that they beat. The Dragons in round four, forty to eight, and then they beat the Sharp. They beat the Cowboys, sorry, in round nine, forty-four to six. That's pretty much where the plus eighty comes from. Um, Everything else, you know, twenty-six to six against the Knights. Everything else sort of waxed and waned a bit. Their run home, I've got them as a, I've got them as a B. For the rest of the season, they're actually. The run home's actually not bad. and 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 I think they've set themselves up for 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 a fairly decent push. I'm with Griffo, I don't think they'll do much beyond that. And you've highlighted that in your statistic gray. I think that's a really telling statistic for them. They play the storm this week. Now they've got the dogs by dragons, Tigers, warriors, seagulls, panthers, bunnies. that's going to be a tough little um gig running home, Titans, cowboys, knights raiders it's you know you'd think you'd win more more there than you'd lose but in saying that they've, they've, they've played some games this year. you know when they lost they lost to the raiders in circumstances you didn't think they'd lose to they lost to the warriors at home um they they lost to the dolphins at home as well so these are games that and the sharks at home so sorry the sharks the broncos at home You know, when you look at their their, their record, they're they're actually home. They're they're three wins, four losses at home. Is there a way that's pegging them up? So, you know, if they want to have a shake at where they want to be at the top four, they've got to address that um that home record at Shark Park. And having been to Shark Park, no, I find it difficult to turn up to Shark Park. So I I feel their pain, but anyway.
0: Yeah, the. Um, they're they're sort of a funny one. Like obviously you give them a B. They've been traveling sort of well, but yeah, I think they might end up being that team. Like I said, that um, there'll be certain weeks when they come up against a tough team, and you go out in the limb and tip them, and and you get disappointed by them. But Ram, that
2: um... that fourth spot, that's up, that's ripe for the picking. Anyone yeah. can come through and get that fourth spot.
0: Yeah, and and, th- and the way it is at the moment too. You look at it. I mean. The Roosters are only one win off it. Like you know, we're mm. not talking it. Yeah. It, the, 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 yeah. And what this, what this, this is the most long winded way we've ever said that the competition is so tight, and you know, to give you an indication, albeit the fact they haven't had any buys yet. Uh, South Sydney are also on eighteen points. They've won nine games, lost five. Um, so we're now starting to get to the teams where, you know, they've they've clearly had more um, more time in the sunshine than in the um. In the wet, so to speak. Uh, More happy days than sad. They were the team a couple of weeks ago. They hit the top of the ladder. Uh, All the talk was out flying. They had a couple of weeks there, Griffo, where um, they did have a couple of losses. Um, Two teams that, um, you know, a lot of people would have tipped them against, um, you know, the Raiders and and, and the Parramatta Eels. But given the fact they haven't had any buys yet, they've won nine games, lost five. Um, they're, they're a team I think that people are talking about being in the mix uh, when it comes to the pointy end of the season.
1: They're a team uh, that have performed very well in a lot of games this year. Um, they were in uh, red-hot form there a few weeks, maybe well, the night they beat the Panthers. And, um yeah, I, I've got them at a B, uh, given that, that they actually have lost five games. Um, so I can't I can't give them an A, um, but I do think uh, yeah. Well, we've seen them consistently uh, get through to the second last week of the competition, and uh, they broke through and and got through to the grand final a couple of years ago. I think they. Uh, they're, they're a big chance of, of taking this competition out. Um, they've got the star power in their side. Their defense generally has been very good. Um, obviously, last week they let 28 points in. Um, but they were down on their, their top side. So, um, yeah, I think they're very much in the frame for this uh this NRL competition, and I know that uh, they will be disappointed if they don't carry the trophy this year. Um, but in terms of performance, nine wins, five losses. I, I'm giving them a B, Shane.
2: Yeah, I've got them a B. Um, I'm with you. I think I think their defence in the last couple of weeks probably hasn't been up to up to scratch for them. Um, they had the second best defense behind the Panthers and at one stage was not too far behind them. Um, you know, like they, they hadn't conceded any more than 18 points, um, right through till to that Eels game where they leaked um, 36 against the Eels. They then leaked 33 against the Raiders. And then they leaked 28. So the last three weeks, um, defensively, they've been off the well. They're the best attacking, competi- attacking team in the competition. Um, and, and they're the best by a little way. I think I think for South Sydney, this is this – is, and this is why they're a B and the next team we're talking about is not a B. I think they're just, they're at the point where they need a buy. They need a break. They need a, they just need something. Um, they've done a lot of traveling. They, they've actually, you know, I, th- I think a lot of people made, a lot of people spoke about the, the teams they played in the first six weeks. What's not been made evident is, is the amount of traveling this club has done in and around uh, interstate uh, and in turnarounds and whatnot. I think that that is starting to take a bit of a toll on them. I think that the travel is just just up, down, around everywhere. Um, that coupled with some significant injuries, um, high low by dry arrows. I think, I think, you know, interesting statistic uh, this week that. This year, South Sydney players have, would have missed through injury a combined 28 weeks due to what's called hip drop tackles. Um, that's in the media. Uh, take into that what you will. Um, they've had a, a fair few injuries. Uh, again, last I think in the last three weeks, that's probably been evident in, in their against column. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I think that they're, they're a B, a solid B for me. Um, they've they've laid a foundation to, to really run home in this competition. They 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 run homes. No, it's no piece of cake. They've got to play the dragons next. Cowboys, warriors, um, you know they get well, they get dragons by cowboys, warriors, bulldogs by broncos, tigers, sharks, dragons, knights by roosters. So, you know, they've, they've got to show up, um, of that, um, they probably play a fairly even mix of home and away. Um, their furthest distance, they've got to travel in all of that though, in saying that they've got to go to New Zealand and outside of that, a short trip to Newcastle, um, they're staying in Sydney. So they're, they're, they're looking, yeah, they're looking good, I think.
0: It's interesting you say that. Don't forget, I know it's easy to forget though. Um South Sydney are taking home games away. They've yeah, that's home- right. Yeah, I, I know, going. I just I
2: just yeah, they're going to a, Sunshine Coast, yeah.
0: Sunshine Coast. They've also got yeah. a um they've also got a game in Perth and they're also you
2: yeah. know, like Cairns. And Tamworth against the I think yeah. I think they've got a home game against Tamworth I think, I they, think they, they actually they go. go, go home game. I think they actually go. Here we go after the buy, after the buy. They go Sunshine Coast, Tamworth, Perth, and then Cairns. Yes. So they've got yeah, that's true. They do technically, they still home, do games, but technically home games, there, but technically home
0: games. They're a B. They're, they're they're going really well, but I I wouldn't put them in that um that that. Tippy top category that we might be talking about the next team. They were Greece
2: Lightning a couple of weeks ago, and probably. Um...
0: I, I I think um, a couple of key games there against Parramatta and, uh, the yeah Raiders might have cost them an A with a lot of punters. The Broncos though, um, gee, they've ten and four. Um, that they they're just on fire this team. Um, they have been. I think they're the talk of the NRL this year in regards to how they've come out, how they've approached this competition. Um, you know, People had them as a, a, an edge of the top eight top type of team at the start of the year. The conversations were, do they get eighth? Do they get ninth? They're going to be on that edge there. Um, they're, they're, they're well and truly going to be above that. They're going to push for a minor premiership and they're actually um, in the mix now as um, I think the betting agencies have them third favourite for the premiership. Uh, have they done enough to get an A, Griffo?
1: The Brisbane Broncos, um, yes, in my uh, estimation. Um, they have been very, very good. Uh, I saw them in, in round one um, when they beat Penrith. Uh, it was a field goal, but they were more than a one-point better side than the Panthers. Um I think it was a field goal. It was a long time ago, and it was a horribly uh, wet night. Um, hmm. But they were good. They were good, and uh, they were not expected to win that game. Um, and look, they they haven't lost too many games. They've lost four games. Uh, they've had no buys. Um, it's it's a very positive win to loss ratio. Um, They're big, strong, mobile in the forwards and uh, very skilled, very quick in the backs with uh, a guy leading them around who uh, who, who's one of the most experienced um, players in the NRL in in Adam Reynolds. Um, His health is crucial to whether they can lift the trophy in October um they really need him to play every one of those semi final games uh and and um because they can't win it without him uh they can be up there uh and they've shown when he's not there that they can still play quite well but uh i i can't see them beating the top sides if they don't have him uh in the big games but they're an A for me i think they've been fantastic um, plenty of speed, plenty of power, and they score some long-range tries fairly regularly. Um, Shane?
2: Yeah, I've got them as an a. I, I, I think they've been absolutely... Um, I think they've been a scintillating form. I, I, I just think they've just done the little things right. They've, they've gone out there another year with Adam Reynolds steering the ship. I think it's been good for them. They've been able to put Reese Walsh in the back, doing some good things. Uh, the, look, the, to be fair, they're my pick for the for the for the, for the um, minor premiership. They they run home. They have got six games at Suncorp. They have got seven games in Queensland. Uh, we spoke a lot about that earlier. I think that has been a major factor in what in what they've done. Um, their travel has been minimal in saying that they've been away the last two weeks and one. Um, they've, they've got some big games. They've got some big games in this run home. Um, I, I think the blockbuster is going to be um, the Sunshine Coast game uh, Friday, 8 o'clock, Rabbits versus Broncos. Um, that they've also played the eels at the gabba of course they will shift to the gabba for their games um, and finish it with the storm play the raiders in there at gio um, they they've got they've got you know, they've got the full complement of buys coming up three buys with the run home oh, i think they're in a i think they're in the box seat they they're an a they've they've done so much of the heavy lifting now um, congratulations to them. They've, they've, they've done everything they needed to do. They've won 10 games. Um, yeah, they've won 10 games. They've, they've done everything they needed to do. Um, their defense has been good. Their scoring points, they're, they're doing everything right. Um, interestingly enough, you know, we spoke about their, their lack of travel, um, their away form is seven and one. That's yeah. yeah when, when you're winning those kind of games away, um, that's 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 good form.
0: Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they're they're an A team, um, and and you even look at it like you know you talk about making the eight. and How many games they've won? They've just about won enough games now to make the eight. So they'll they'll be there or thereabouts. And I think you guys are, are right in a sense that uh, i will be interested to see when it comes to the finals, whether in those big games uh, a few weeks in a row, whether they can turn it on. But uh, yeah, they've definitely been... Um, when, when, a lot of people, I think, are waiting for the wheels to fall off the bus, and that hasn't happened, and I'm not sure if it will. Uh, number one position. It feels like this is where we've been talking about them for the last few years, the Penrith Panthers. Um, it's like they've just sort of snuck up into number one over the past few weeks, Griffo. Uh, a few weeks ago, you know, a lot of people were... We're putting the Panthers down, saying they're not the team they once were. Um, they're eight and four. Uh, they've had their two. They've had two buys. Uh, still got one to go. Interesting to see what grade you give them because I know there was a part of the season there where um, a lot of fans, and I know even you know being a fan yourself, you you, you expect a lot of this team, and um, and people have been uh, quite critical of them. Um, uh, th- throughout the year at certain times
1: yeah I've given them a B um, I, I can't can't give them an A um, they've got a what is it a 66% uh, win ratio um, won two thirds of their games which is not too bad um, but it's not it's not an A but um, They've had some fantastic performances, um, such as their wins over uh, early in the year over the Rabbitohs, which uh, they were very good. Uh, then they they had a big win against the Raiders down in Canberra, uh, a massive win over I think it was the Sea Eagles, and. Um, a lot of their wins have been very narrow against teams they were expected to beat easily but i'm not too critical about that um because they did win those games of course they went down to the tigers um and they've uh, they've played both the broncos and Rabbitohs twice already which is a good thing because they don't have to play them again till the semis um so they've had a win and a loss against each of the broncos and the rabbit holes. Um the big positive about Penrith's year is their defense. Uh they've got 143 against. Now the next best defensive side is the Broncos. Unless I've missed something. And they're at 243. So it's a hundred points. Yeah.
2: No, now I know dead, the really.
1: Broncos have played two extra games. Um, and again, the, the whole buy thing distorts statistics a little, but they've got the best for and against overall. Their attack has in some games been fantastic in most games, it's been okay um, And, and they' basically they've won most of their games on their defense uh it's going to be really tough for him over the next six weeks with no nathan cleary uh and 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 i think they're gonna lose some games that uh, they would not have lost if he was there uh which uh, i'm a bit concerned about um they've been on top of the ladder for the last two weeks but i don't think they've been the best team in the comp to this point in time i think the broncos have um but yeah, look, I'm 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 happy with where they're at. Um, yeah, it's it's going to be a challenge for them though over, over this period with with no Nathan Cleary, Shane.
2: Yeah, I've got them as B. Um, pretty much why I've got South B. You know, the only you know, South has got the best of attack in the competition. Penrith have the best defence. I agree with what you said earlier, Griff. You made a very good point uh, that that you know a lot of the defensive play that we see comes down to what um, Nathan Cleary does with his attacking kicks. So I think that's a really, I thought that was really insightful. That, 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 that's, that's so true that, that, you know, he really doesn't allow a team to get on the front foot and attack. Um, they've, they've played, you know, attackingly, they've, they've actually played, you know, look at the Raiders and Seagulls game. They've played some very good football at times. Um, my my principal, I suppose, concern for Penrith is after round 19, they've got a long way to go. Um, that's their last buy, And in that, I don't think they'll play anyone where that would fill them with fear. Um, but, but still, that's a lot of football when the teams that are below them, they've still got two buys to come. Um, Penrith are a, a classy outfit. That, that, that's not going to worry them in the slightest. Their home record, of course, is impeccable, um, and a way record is just the same. <laughs> yeah, the Cleary factor, look, yeah how many times we've seen Cleary out and Penrith still do what they do um
1: Can just got, talk that yep yeah, sure um they had a stronger squad um, mm, like that's very two. true that's very true that's uh, all you you're half saying correct you had your Phil yeah. and um yeah. and these sort of no Sullivan was outstanding in that um in that situation when when he was out um I, I don't think they've got the depth that, that they had when... Uh, no, that's uh, and that's very true.
2: Can I make a bold prediction here, well and truly out from the finals? I think we're going to see yet again a finals game, South Sydney versus Penrith week one. I think the Broncos, look, I think the Broncos have got it. I, I think the Broncos... Don't need to do a lot of travelling. The 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 everything's kind to them. Regardless of if, if they don't get injuries, I, I think they're in the box seat. I think somewhere in the middle of the somewhere in the middle on second and third, we're gonna see another Penrith South Sydney Finals game yet again. So I, I, I look I I just love what Penrith do you know like you know as much as it pains to say it because we've been you know the recipients of you know pen on the bad end of results more often than not you know and that's that's what I was saying earlier you know they've got winners in their team but Dylan Edwards is a winner the guy doesn't lose um they, they, they've got they've got people Isaiah Yeo is a winner they've got people who just know how to win. And and who will who will eat dirt before losing, and and that's why they're in that position. Um. They've they've got a culture that the people tend to rubbish, for reasons best known to them. That they know how to win. I have got them as a B for the for the they've they've had four losses. Um, they've won eight. Uh, I think they're at about the same spot where South Sydney's at. I I think that they're two peas in the pod at the moment. Um, One's got far superior attack. The other's got a far superior defence. You know, read into that what you will. I I, I think that there's a reason why they're first and second in most people's um, eyes regarding the premiership. Um, Yeah, I... I, you know, they're like. At the moment, they're like the big brother. You you you, you 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 hate them because of the things they can do, but admire them because of what they do, and that's what Penrith are at the moment. Mm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. As As you guys said, like based on you know the run they've had, the, you you're probably giving them a B, but. Um, it, I, I don't argue with anyone who says they're fav- favourites for the premiership. Um, they're they they're really the team to beat for the second half of the season. So, you know, it's 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 really about that 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 preview there. Sort of shows you we've got a lot of teams that that have a lot of potential. We're looking to improve on, and we 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 don't have say you know a big um, group of teams that people are confident to say can win the premiership. So I, th- I think we're all waiting for a. For a bolter to come through and well, who knows I think
2: I think I think five weeks out, let's look at the sides. Let's see who's yeah. fit, who's not fit, who's who's got who's in these teams and if you know, if these teams can carry their top eighteen I I, I think Panthers, Broncos, Rabbits, Storm maybe. Yeah. But yeah.
0: You know, you're doing better than... Apparently Gus Gould on TV the other night said the Cowboys can win the Premiership. So, you know, I don't know if I'll go that far. No. But you never know. Crazier things have happened. And look, we've got a round to preview here as well, fellas. So uh, everyone that's hung on here that's um, wanting to hear the tips, you you deserve it because you're hanging in there with us and it's time for the um, round 15 preview. <laughs> All right, there's whistle and kickoff for round 15. First game, Griffo. We've got the Titans coming up against the Tigers. We... Kind of touched on it a little bit earlier, but um, you know, two teams are looking to to get a win. It's a really big uh, big game for each of them because they'll want to um, try and push up the ladder a bit to stay in touch with um, with the bottom half of the top eight.
1: Yeah, um, keep it pretty brief here. Uh, I'm gonna go Tigers. I just, I'm, I'm off the the Titans. Uh, they're missing, of course, David Fafida this week, yeah. which is a big loss to them. They can win. They could win by 30 points. You just don't know. Um, the big problem for them is their defense. And I've been impressed with what the Tigers have been putting together in the last few weeks. I'm going to go Tigers, Shano.
2: Yeah, I've got Tigers. I'm with you, Griff. I think the Tigers have a little bit of steel about them. Um, they're learning every week um bull their fullback i think is is in that role he's, he's he's learning new things every week i think that uh the wake and brooks combination is starting to get some traction the guy i'm impressed with and and we would be is is, is number 12 john bateman i i've got i've i've got tigers in this one i think i think um i i think I think they finished the stronger team last week, and if they can take that into the next game, uh, whereas the Titans just fell off, you know, their second half was abysmal. So um, if the Tigers can be there or thereabouts by halftime, they should win. Yeah, <laughs> True.
0: The, the Titans would have to be winning by 1,000 at halftime. Um, I say that tongue-in-cheek because... I'm going to say something stupid. I think I'm going to tip the Titans. Um... I, I, I just can't. I, I'm going on the old, I can't set my watch to either of them in the games in Rabin. They go to so the home team. Yeah, it's go cool. to the home fair call. Cool. That's team. Yeah, that, that's cool. me this week. Yeah. So, um, Yep. yeah, not not much uh, analysis there. Uh, the second game of the round will take us to Canberra. Uh, the Raiders taking on the Warriors. So another game here, Griffo, which has some um, implications for that uh, bottom half of the top eight. Six playing seventh. Um, what, what are your thoughts on this one? Um, both teams, they've, they look, they've been there or thereabouts as we said in the, um, in the report cards, but, um, yeah, I, I, I don't know. Does, does the home ground advantage for you make much, mean much in this one?
1: Well, it does. Um, I want to tip the Warriors, but I'm going to stick with the home team. It's not just the home team, but it's this uh, game that uh, <laughs> yes. Jared yes. 300. is. Uh, yes, three hundred. Yes, so three hundred. Yes, they've rigged it, so, so he's I at just, home. Uh, yeah, they'll they'll pack the place out. Um, but uh, yeah, I, 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 it'd be hard to tip against them on on this night. I, I i wouldn't be surprised at all if the warriors get up they're a good team this year the warriors but i think the raiders every single raider will be doing their utmost um for their uh i don't think he's their captain anymore but uh, he he he's sort of their spiritual leader i guess jared Croker. i think they've they've
2: named him captain for they the have, night. okay yeah.
1: for yeah. the night okay well, well, he, he is a leader in the side, in the club, and um, he's had a distinguished uh, club career. Um, I'm going to stick Raiders. Jane.
2: I've got the Raiders. I've got the Raiders in this one. I think if they're one to seventeen, both sides, the Raiders win this. Um, yeah, I, I, I think Jared Croker. Congratulations on on 300. He he. I'm I'm actually a bit of a a bit of a man crush on Jared Croker. I I wow. have rated him. I've I've liked I've liked his style of football. I think he's exactly what you know every club needs—a guy who sticks around, who who rips in, who plays hard, who, who kick goals, who, who you know it does a lot for that club. And I think you know sometimes you know you don't need a reason to play. Sometimes you do, and and this is theirs don't don't they're not going to lie down easily the the warriors um i think sean johnson's playing some fantastic football the the forward pack for the warriors is making post-contact meters um but you know hudson young back you've got uh whitehead Tarpany um and horseback in the forward pack i think that i think that um sebastian chris also back at fullback this this to me really feels like it's going to be a Raiders win.
0: I agree with you, fellas. And I think the other player that needs mentioning after his performance last week was uh, Fogarty. Um,
1: yeah, he was great. I thought he, he
2: was, was Very good, phenomenal. wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he? Didn't he have a breakout? Like, we've been waiting for that kind of game from him for years. Like, I mean, you know, when he was playing at the Gold Coast, and he, he did it.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, definitely. um Yeah, big occasion for the Raiders there at home. Uh, I'll go with them as well to beat the Warriors in a tight one. I think the Warriors will will show up, but uh, yeah, Raiders for me. Uh, The third game of the weekend will be Friday night. This is sort of the Channel 9 flagship game of the week at 8pm on Friday. This will take us to Brookvale Oval. Seagulls hosting the Dolphins. Boy, they've... uh they're turning on the games this week. They're a bit tough to tip, aren't they? We've got um, Manly at home this week, Griffo. We've talked about how they've had some challenges this year. Um, we've got the Dolphins who are looking to, to hang in the top eight. Probably, I know I haven't been doing team news here because we are running long, but um, probably worth noting that um, Tom Draboyevich named to play despite his head knock in Origin 1. So he's been given clearance by the NRL to play. Um He's so, got a
1: downgrade from a category one to a category two.
0: Yeah, usually you got go to go the judiciary to get a downgrade, but apparently he's yeah. got a good doctor. But um, look, we'll we'll take it for what it is. People that are in better positions than us making those decisions. Um, let's look at it from one point of view. It's it's good news that he's um, it, that he's been yeah. deemed healthy enough to play. Yeah, put it that way.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm going to stick with the home team again. I really don't say with any confidence who's going to win this one um the uh redcliffe team do welcome back uh, jeremy marshall king they missed him last week he's key to their he's been key to their success they're still uh without um kafusi who's this is his last uh match of his suspension and then of course they uh, they're missing uh gilbert so they're they're down on a bit of strength i think uh, also, and Milford Milford, also Milford, also yeah. Both got scored. Yeah, Milf is, so. Milfs out. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I can't tip with confidence, but I'm going Manly. They got DCE there to lead them around, and uh, uh, I think that uh, he he'll, he'll get them home, Manly. Okay.
2: Yeah, you know what the funny thing is, I you know if you if you're if you tip's a tipster that looks at the odds. It, it, I can't believe that this is the distance. I, I actually find this a really tough game to pick. Mm. Um, I'm picking, I'm picking the seagulls with absolutely no confidence. A bit like you, Graham. You know, if if you're not sure, pick the home side. I think there's some class on this field for the for the Dolphins, and and that's why I'm struggling a little bit. I think they've got, I think they've got a good forward pack. For me, I want to see what the Evan Schuster can do. This weekend, I think Olukawatu needs a massive game. If he, you know, if he wants, if he wants in any way, shape, or form to chuck his hand up in a, in a sea of injuries, this might be the week. Um, both interchange benches very strong. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm actually really, um, I'm salivating that this is the eight o'clock ga- game on a Friday night. I know a lot of people probably thought, wow. Eagles, Dolphins. I think we're going to see a bit of a humdinger. I'm, I'm really looking forward to this game. I've got, um, I've got, yeah, I've, I've got the, I've got the seagulls by bees. You know what? But you know what? I'm not sold on it. I don't have um, my tips in front of me to lock in yet. Um, if, if I happen to have a premonition in my dreams tonight that the Dolphins win, I might change. But the Dolphins, there's the Seagulls at the moment.
0: Yeah, if Wayne Bennett comes to you in your dreams, um, yeah, I'm well, you not. Know. Number you.
2: one, number one, I'm in <laughs> He'll trouble. Be, number two, you'll be I'm explaining
0: controlled. it to a psychologist yeah, one day, yeah, I think. Yeah. Yeah, look, I, I think, yeah, I, I think you, you hit the nail on the head. Um, I think Logic would suggest that you tip the Seagulls, but I don't think they're as short as the dollar thirty nine from Sportsbet would suggest. Um, yeah, manly, but not a lot of confidence. Okay, next game is going to be at Cogra on Saturday afternoon, 3pm. Um, daytime footy here for the Dragons and the Rabbitohs. Um, this one, Griffo... There are, you know, a few players out. Obviously, we mentioned Arrow and Murray out for South. Seville's back in. Um, De Bellin out for the Dragons. So, there are a few uh, changes that you're probably worth looking at if you're doing your tips very closely. Uh, it's not as simple as, um, you know, a contender taking on the team coming last. But, um, yeah, you'd imagine that the tipsers would be pretty confident on the Roaders in this one.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm going to go Rabbitohs. Uh, yeah, they're they're down a, a little on on their best. Well, you know, two of their best guys are out: um, Luttrell and Cam Murray, Uh and and uh, still missing Burgess. They they have missed him. Mm. Um, but I, I think uh, what we saw last week, uh, they they played really well in the second half without those guys. Um, with uh, Mori injured and Luttrell didn't start the game. I think they got too much attacking skill for the uh, for the Dragons' defense. The Dragons were okay against the Panthers, but okay is not going to cut it to win games against quality sides. So it's uh, South Sydney for me, Shane.
2: Yeah, I got South um, because I go from <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, I, the same reason you just said Griff. It, 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 it is hard to, to tip against South when you look at the competition they've got. They're down on troops, and, and they're, they're some big outs. I think the key ins for me are Cody Walker, Campbell Graham playing. Alex Johnson scored a hat-trick last week. He's just in, you know, you know when he scores, he scores in, in lots. Totola, uh, Columatangi, Sele, um, Shaq Mitchell won't play lock, I don't think. I think that they're going to probably shuffle some things around there. It'd be interesting to see um, whether the interchange stays the same. On the other side, they're playing a side who's a bit of a shambles at the moment. Um, Jack Birding, interestingly, I don't know what's going to happen there, but um, you know whether he's actually going to get promoted or whatnot. Uh, look, I've got South Sydney. I think I think this is, you know, if, if we believe what we hear in the background, that Latrell could have played, Murray is a maybe, um, but rather just keep them at bay and let some players who we might need at the end of the year to get some football experience just in case of, of further injuries. There's another origin game coming up. So giving these people experience will never hurt, um, but it's, it's going to be interesting to see the team that takes the field. I, I think I'd like to see Colin Matungi in at lock there. If Colin Matungi came in at lock, and Shaq uh, went to the bench, and maybe even cheek him to start, I think you'd have um, you'd have a fairly solid side there. Colin Matungi threw a ball a try last week, which was absolutely phenomenal. I, I got South, but um, only more only only because of the team they're playing more than anything.
0: Yeah, uh, I, I would have been pretty worried if South were coming up against a, um, yeah, south playing a, a Brisbane a Storm so on so forth that this week. I think um, it would have been. Very dangerous for them. I, I don't want to discount the dragons because in in reality, guys. I mean, the dragons. Yeah, you know, yes, they haven't been great all year, but th- there was a time last week where I was watching them play the
2: Panthers, and I thought, geez, they might get this one. Isn't so uh, great, great bogey side for South at times oh. last year. Don't forget that 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 game at that game. I think it was actually at Cogra, where um, they were ahead by. It was a cricket score at time the Dragons put on uh, South Sydney. Difference, the difference here is um, no Jack DeBell. Yeah, and, and and that
0: will have an impact for them. But um, look, you'd expect South Sydney um, all things being considered and the way the season's been going to win this one. Um, but uh, keep in mind, tips, the Souths do have a, a way of being complacent when they come up against teams they should beat. The high-flying Brisbane Broncos take on the Newcastle Knights Saturday 5.30 at Suncorp Stadium uh, There'll be some players in the this Broncos squad looking to have a big game um, Obviously with the origin selection coming up uh, We've got Reese Walsh first, Kalen Ponga I just wanted to point that out fellas without going too far into things uh, Cobo's back also too for the uh, Broncos Frizzell back uh, for the night, so a bit of origin news in there, but um, yeah, the the Broncos at home, Griffo, it's a really tough ask
1: for any team uh, in the NRL, isn't it? It is indeed, and uh, I think they uh, they will win, and win quite well. Um, as I've looked at it so far, uh, they might be my, uh, my joker this week. I'm mm. not locking that in just yet, because I've not looked at the other games, but uh, uh, I think if the two teams play to their ability, uh, the Broncos probably get this by a little bit. Um, Newcastle can can put on some good performances, um, but they're going to have to be at their best uh, if they're any help in this game. And they'll they'll think they uh, they're a chance. Um, I don't know if it's quite their absolute best side, but I think it, it looks pretty, uh, pretty close to it for the uh, the Newcastle team. So um, they'll give themselves a chance. I can't see them winning. Shane.
2: Yeah, I, I'm with you, Griff. I I looked at the team and I thought, if ever there's an opportunity for the Knights to just come out and play a big team and put it on, you know, and have people like Dominic Young. Caleb Ponger, Bradman Best, just just absolutely Jackson Hastings, Saifedi, Frizzell, uh, Adam Elliott, you know, Kurt Mann, to absolutely just take the bull by the horns. This is the game. Um I on the surface I thought this is my this is my job for sure. This is the t- they're gonna win by a truckload. And as I looked more and more into it and thought more and more about it, I talked myself out of it. I don't know who yet. I'm going to choose for that. Um, doesn't matter because I'm, I'm nowhere near the top. So, but 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 in saying that, I there's something about this game where I think it's now or never for this for this club, the Knights, mm-hmm. and the Broncos are just firing on. Me. They're they're an eight cylinder car firing on ten. That's how good they are. They're 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 just above and beyond, and and led by no, led by Adam Reynolds, who's absolutely just you know he, 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 the way he musters the troops around him. He he is in total control of this football club, on and off the field. It's it's beautiful to watch. Um, no, even as someone who, you know, used to wear our colours, I'm just, I'm just so happy that he's gone and and is doing well. That's all you want to see, and he's definitely doing well for this club. I've got the Broncos winning, but I'd love to see, I'd love to see the the Knights fire. See what they can do when they fire, and maybe this week. This is the best. This is the best. I think this is the best team they've fielded. So, maybe this is the
1: best opportunity they've had. Yeah. They've got a I point think the only proof. guy they're missing is Brayley. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And a yeah, big,
2: big
0: lot. But
1: yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But, yeah but, but, yeah, looking at their side, it's it's probably one of the better ones. And also, too, going up to Suncorp, I think they got a point to prove. I think that the Newcastle Knights will be trying to prove that they're worthy of being a part of Magic Round uh, next year. Uh, so, they'll want to let the people of Brisbane know that they exist and that they should be a part of it. Um, But in saying that, I don't think they'll win the game. I think they'll go up there, they'll have a bit of fun, but I don't think they'll get the chocolates. I like the Broncos in this one. Um, I think that there'll be a few players, as I said, in origin contention that might be um, looking to... uh, Yeah, just just stamp there. Their, their their selection claims. So, um, yeah, very very interesting to see. But I, I, I think that uh, most tipters, tipsters will be keen on Brisbane in this one. Okay, next game we've got will happen at uh, Allianz Stadium, Saturday night, 7.30 p.m. Um, the Roosters versus the Panthers. Uh, big clash, this one. Um, for the Roosters, I suppose, one thing we haven't mentioned is Joe Swarley finally getting pinged for, um, when I say pinged, he finally got a ban. He's had a lot of fines for it, but uh lifting the knees. So he'll be missing for a few weeks. And uh, obviously for the Panthers, uh, Cogger in for, for clear is a big talk there. Um, Griffo, uh, I know we alluded to it earlier in the podcast. This game would have been uh, a bit different for the tipsters, I think, if uh, the Panthers were at full strength. But we know that Nathan Cleary is a very important cog in the machine. Uh, the new cog is Jack Cogger.
1: Yes, indeed. Um, I'm going to tip Penrith <clears throat> more so out of the the heart than the head. I I, I do think they're going to they're going to struggle. Um, over the next, you know, six weeks, whatever it is, um, the Roosters have got still quite a few players out. They've probably got more guys out than Penrith. It's just that uh, for Penrith, it's it's their their main man. Um, uh, as Shane al- or yourself alluded to earlier, the Roosters' attack hasn't been real good this year, um, and and it's uh, it's going to. You know they're going to have to uh, get that happening if they're going to get the two points. You think they'd be pretty desperate, the Roosters. It's it's still not a bad lineup. Um, I'll, I'll be looking to you know see how how Penrith go in attack. I think their the defense you know is still be strong. Um, it, it's whether you know Luai and Cogger can can get a kicking game to to pin the roosters in, in their own half um... i'm surprised that there's still no uh... and he didn't play last week Sony Luke, um, he's listed at, at number twenty two i would uh... i would like to see him on the bench maybe in in place of the uh... the dog um, uh... the dog didn't play last week either he played reserve grade um, and he's he's back onto the interchange bench. But I would like to see, uh, I would like to see Sony loop there. In saying that, I'm going to tip Penrith. And uh, as I said, that's you know that's probably more with the with the heart than the head, Shane. Have we lost Shane? I can't yeah.
0: hear, you, mate. You mute? I got the mute?
1: Oh, sorry.
2: How's that, am I in there? There, there we go. Sorry, yeah. Guys. Yeah. sorry, guys. Sorry, uh, Yeah, I've got, I've got Penrith as well. Um, don't need to tell you guys what I think of Dylan Edwards. I think he's outstanding. <laughs> I think that um, all, all, uh, all Cogger has to do is control the game. He's just got to do the little things. He's just got to kick the corners. He's got to catch the ball and pass it. Let the people around him do what they need to do. Um, my fear for this is Jerome Luai will try and do everything. And and you know what happens when a guy tries to do everything? You you tend to amount to nothing. I think if he just lets Cogger do what Cogger needs to do, Luai does what he needs to do. Um, you know, um, with, with Dylan Edwards at the back, I, I I don't see, I don't see them losing this game. Isaiah Yo, Hosking, Sorensen, Fisher, Harris, Kenny, Leota. That's fire. Yeah. That's just playing absolutely brilliantly um Liam Martin Spencer Lee knew, absolutely on fire at the moment um playing a side who I think is out of form Luke here he had some good moments last week um dummy to get through the middle of the pack to put Teddy in um second try for Teddy probably a bit more good luck than good management um the key thing for me is this side just loves dropping the ball um you know they're they they're really struggling in that regard. Um, the Ford pack, I saw glimpses of people like Tupinual playing some good football. I just think that they they're going through the motions, but but they're not on right? Like Angus Crichton had a really bad knock on last week, which put them under all sorts of pressure. Um, Jake Turpin's probably not getting the delivery out of out of um, hooker he needs to. And finally, I think Joseph Manu, um, if, if Penrith really put a number on this week, this could be, this could be curtains for the Manu 5-8 experiment, which I think has been a failure already. Um, but that's just me. I, I've got Penrith being mm. this one.
0: Yeah. And I, I know a lot of people talk about, you know, it's, it's, it's quality over quantity when you're looking at the, the players that are out, um, yeah, Penrith missing, Nathan Cleary. Um, look, Daniel Tupu is back. He's been out for a long time. Um, we haven't talked about him as a possible origin player. I don't want to go back on that merry-go-round, but I'll, I'll just leave that there uh, because we know that he has been in favour in the past. But uh, for the Roosters, they've been out of form. And the, you look at their um, their casualty ward, you've got Sam Walker, Victor Radley... Um, Swarli, Brandon Smith, Connor Watson, Momoroski, all still on there. So they've got their injury concerns themselves and they're out of form. I think Penrith will be able to overcome the loss of um, Nathan Cleary, even though it is a massive loss. I think there's still enough talent across the park there. And I think that, uh, given what we've seen from both sides this year, that uh, I-, I-, I think Penrith will win this one. The Storm, who, just a. Warning here, I will not pick for my margin this week, just purely on principle. Uh, they play the Sharks at Amy Park on Sunday. You watch now, they'll probably win by 1,000. Um, this, this is a big game here, very exciting game um, with two teams that are sitting in that, um, that middle area of the top eight. I think we've got fifth versus fourth. Uh, this game down in Melbourne, Griffo, uh, the Storm, they're in the top eight and going off my stat, you'd think that uh, the Sharks might struggle with them.
1: Well, you would think, but uh, the Storm got lapped last week in the second half by the Cowboys. Um, I think that uh, they will be very keen to turn that around, and I think they will. I, th- I think at home the Storm... Um you know we'll will beat this Sharks team who, as was mentioned earlier, yet to defeat a top eight side. I think that will continue this week, Shane. Yeah, I agree with you, Griff. The bigger the bigger mission for me, um,
2: other than the fact that if you look at the um the officials for this week, there's only one touchy. So that's Ooh. that's gonna be interesting. All they need. Um that's all they need. Apparently. <laughs> that's all they need.
1: Nah, they don't passive. really do anything what two. they what
2: they miss one's enough. Um yeah. um two touches quite twice the stuff up. No. Um when you look at it, I think Justin Ollum for me is a massive out here, yeah. and you wonder if Talakai can take advantage of that. Um I, I I look at these two sides really up in the air who I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the Storm there at home. Um the Storm have some key ins which help um but yeah, it's 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 again. Cameron McInnes off the bench with Wade Graham helps. Hammy Newell is there too. That's a very strong bench. Um, I, I I just think that the storm at home. I've got them with no confidence. By the way, I like you say that. I'm I'm flipping a coin. I'm picking the home team.
0: Yeah. Um... This is one of those ones where I feel like all the time I talk about the Sharks and I want to talk about the team on paper and how they are on paper and have one of you guys snap back at me and say, but games aren't won on paper. I, I Just based on what we've said with our report cards and I've, I've almost just convinced myself that the Sharks will struggle against top teams and I consider the Storm to be one of those top teams. Um, Nico Hines, I think, will be out for a massive game coming up against Cameron Munster. I think that's worth mentioning. But I, I think the Storm will get the best of them. But don't, don't, don't miss this one. It's going to be an absolute um, belter. Um, just interested to see here, am I? Ah, oh, no. Yep. No. I, I, I was almost going to say, do we have two four o'clock games? But of course, we've got a Monday game. So. I have got the Storm in this one. And then um, don't forget, we've got a game coming up. Yeah, long weekend, guys. How exciting. We're going to have football extend right through to the Monday, 4 o'clock on Monday. The Bulldogs will host the Eels. This is a great game uh, if you're in and around Sydney. Uh, the Cowboys have the buy this week, obviously. They're the team we haven't talked about yet. Uh, the Bulldogs we did talk about as a bit of a disappointment. The Eels, it feels as though we're ready for them to start to... to to push for that top eight spot we know that they've got a good for and against and we know that uh they do have some key players and in this context here too griffo um we, we might also be looking for someone the likes of mitch moses to try and push for his origin claims
1: indeed um i think the eels win here and i think they can win by a bit actually um rcg back for the first time in quite a while i didn't realize he was going to be back but uh, he's listed uh in the number eight so he obviously strengthens their forward pack um andrew davey was at the bulldogs uh, about a month ago um he's he's lining up in the eels back row um yeah i just think uh the eels are a stronger looking side um Bulldogs, they'll try hard, uh, and I think it'll be a big crowd. Public holiday, um, but uh, I just think good Parramatta for me, Shane. Yeah,
2: oh, Parramatta. I, I can't, I can't see them losing. I, I, I look, you know, I look at the dogs, and I just think, yeah, there's so much going for them. But you know, Parramatta, four o'clock in Sydney. They, they they should if they're serious they should they should put the dogs away and put them away well.
0: Yeah, I'm i kinda I know this is dangerous. I'm kinda of leaning towards this possibly being my margin for the week. Um,
2: yeah, I'm in I'm in the same boat. I think right? para and now you've if they, said um, now, but you know, now you've said that I'm thinking of changing. It's it para yeah, if
0: if if I know we say a lot, but if paraplay to their potential this 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 has that feeling about it. I don't know what it is about paraplaying on a Monday afternoon. They get these Easter Monday games, they get the the you know I suppose it's now the King's Birthday holiday games. Um yeah, I just feel like afternoon footy, Dry Track, Mitchell Moses, uh directing things. Yeah. Another note, not to get into it too deeply, but just so that fans are aware, um, Dylan Brown, as far as we're aware, uh, he has been granted permission to play this despite
2: uh, off-field um, issues. Well, oh, I maybe. think he's named. Is yes. it is it that he's named, but requires permission? Yeah, so it's not if he's had permission. Look,
0: he's... he hasn't been he hasn't been subject to the no fault standout as of yet. That's probably a better way to put it. No.
1: Yep. Was I believe he was impersonating a, a large fat fish that mm. you might see at the uh, aquarium, mm. the big open mouth. They oh, yes, slowly. yes. Allegedly,
2: I, 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 I personally think he won't play and shouldn't. but Anyway, yeah. that's just me. Yeah. Fair enough.
0: Yeah, look. And yeah, look but we we've just got to go off the
1: tips assuming he's playing and um
0: yeah, we've got to assume he's playing and
1: um I'll tell you what, if he's not playing it makes a huge difference to this you team. because he is does outstanding <laughs> this year on the field. Yeah, and it's you um, you it does. and
0: people need to remember if he doesn't play, um, there's no Jake Arthur there anymore to come in no. to the halves. So there'll be um yeah, it'll be a bit of a bit of a different looking side, so um yeah, Parramatta fans, um, yeah,
1: it's, they got, it's, it's uh, a bit up in the air there. they got Dejan Arcee there who um, would come in, I, I would assume, if if, if he's out. Um, Arcee, who I think he's been at the Cowboys and the Warriors, and um, he yeah. is a 5'8", so uh, he would come in.
0: Yep. Yep. Um yeah, I think he's um, also played a bit of centre there, but I, I think uh, traditionally yeah, his, his position is 5'8". So, um, yeah, he'd be the player you'd imagine, especially considering he's been named 18th man. He'd be the first cab off the ring, so to speak. But, um, look, that'll just about do us, I think, fellas. I think we've covered just about everything between here and Timbuktu. Um, really appreciate you guys being on board. There's so much happening in rugby league at the moment and uh, so much to dissect and... Uh, Really looking forward to the um, footy this weekend. The big thing, I suppose, next week, we've got another week of NRL under our belt. We start to head in towards the second half of the season. Um, We'll also uh, have a better insight next week into what's going on with State of Origin. But um, look, is never a dull moment. I'm really looking forward to the footy this weekend. And we wish you all the best and uh, hope that your team has a great outing with no injuries regardless of a win, loss or draw.
1: Thank Thank you for uh, listening. Uh, It's been a long one, but there's been a lot going on. Hope your team wins. Enjoy the weekend. Unless you go for the Dragons.
0: All the best, everyone. Take care. Have a great great week. Good luck with your tips.
1: (laughs) Bye-bye.